Some girls just want to watch a world fun. Jeff Dale's another draft day. Nailed it. Top five has 98. I got just love to some Kevin James. Fucking Kevin James. It's the history of bad. It's bad. It's the history of bad. It's so bad. It's the history of bad ideas. It's the history of bad. Oh, yeah. It's the history of bad. Please note that any comments, jokes, questions, maybe, anything that we say on the History of Bad Ideas is all in good fun, and remember, we insult everybody. Our thoughts, opinions, questions, anything else, actions that we do on the show do not reflect any of our employers, organizations, advertisers, or anyone else that is associated with the History of Bad Ideas. And remember, at the end of the day, it's just a joke. Welcome to the History of Bad Ideas, episode number 437. I'm Jason. I'm Jeff. I'm Blake. I'm Jim. Hey, we're all here except for one. Wah, wah. Who's Juan? Uh, the intern, the new intern. Oh. Intern Juan will be starting next week. El Interno? Yeah. What? No. <laughs> I don't know. If he's... He's doing Juan. fake Spanish. Yeah. Oh, okay. That was very bad fake Spanish. We. Oui. Yes. <laughs> Good job. Good job. Anyways, uh, episode 437, uh, how's everyone doing? Alive. Oh, okay. Six feet above. Yeah. Hey. Hey. Uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, for new listeners, why? No. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, welcome. Uh, if you haven't listened to us before, you should really go back and just start at episode uh, 432 uh, and then go forward. Uh, <laughs> um, no, no, no. Just download all of them. Unless you like to time travel. That's right. Go back six, seven years. Again, I'm waiting for Doug to do a time travel episode. Where, episode Doug? He's, he's overdue. 137. Episode 137 I want you to do. Who? Sure. Doug, co-Canadian of the year. Uh, Have I met him? Um, I don't know. He may deliver your mail. I'm not sure. He's the intern's dad. Oh, okay. He's a listener with split personalities. Uh, and then co-Canadian of the year is intern Brian, who's not here this week. His wife uh, is co-Canadian of the year. Um, I think co-Canadian of the year Doug is going to show up with like a box full of food for us. And that's how it's going to happen. That's what's going to happen. In a time travel episode. Yes. Most likely the food will be stuff he gets out of his pantry that he doesn't want. That's okay. That's okay. We'll take it. All I know is I like to donate food to like the... uh, Shelter? The shelters. And like when when you were in school and you had to bring a canned good in, you found like the worst one possible. Oh, here. Here's the canned peas. You get those. (laughs) Or just pick some uh, really good USPS mail that looks really good and bring it in. We'll, we'll play mystery envelope. <laughs> Hopefully, it has that check of sixteen thousand dollars that girl is used to paying her rent with. Yeah. Uh, what was well, this? Some like, people are going through the mail and stealing it. Yeah. Cincinnati, and uh, there was somebody who had a rent check for sixteen hundred dollars in it. Oh, they said sixteen thousand. I, I said something. <laughs> <laughs> and they they forged it and cashed it. Ugh. Look for uh, gift cards. You know, like birthday cards, shaped mm-hmm. envelopes, because they usually have cash in them. 
So people unfamiliar with Cincinnati. Yeah. Or gift cards. Yeah. Two got, I think it was two people, right? Anything is untraceable. They they robbed a mailman of the yeah. key to the blue post, uh, the blue mailboxes that you see on the corners. Well, you may see on corners. Oh, lock boxes, sure. right? I yeah. thought it was lock boxes. Yeah. It doesn't look like a very secure lock, though. <laughs> like, I walked past one the other day, and I'm like, huh. Oh, it, it, it's there to deter Correct. honest people. Correct. Yeah, if you really want <laughs> to get in, you probably can break yeah. the lock. Excuse me, sir. What are you doing with that mailbox? No, no, don't worry about it. But anyways, um, so yeah, so now people in society, they're like, please don't use those mailboxes on the corners, on the streets. Um, they aren't safe. So people are going through them and stealing stuff. Um, yep. So yeah. Uh, it was really odd. I saw a guy in a UPS uh, uniform going through it. So that was kind of odd. So <laughs> I could have reported it, but that's ah, fine. I'm sure he's legit. I'm sure he's legit. All I know is... We still got a bar of this Canadian candy of the Cadbury Crunchy Bar. Oh. I'm going to open it and start eating it. Yeah. You like you that one. would like a piece of it. Right. Keep it away from me. grab it. But no. I can't guarantee that there will be much left soon after opening. Well. Oh, that's right. I almost ate a full one last week. Those are not good. Um, yeah, they're okay. I like yeah. them. I like it. Uh, I will. Jim, what do you have over there that you're eating? I am eating garlic parmesan combos. That sounds disgusting. I'm not a big garlic parmesan wings fan, let alone combo. Like I like combos, but they're my favorite. It's my favorite flavor of wing too. It garlic is. parmesan. I like it. You get some good uh, garlic parm wings. Okay. Can't beat it. Mm, I don't know about that. But no, this is good and dusty. Good dusty uh, tasting did garlic you, parm. Did you have some? Yeah, he gave me one. And you like it? He's nice. Oh well. Yes. Well, I'm giving you guys some stuff. We have some stuff coming up here. We no, got... you're not giving me stuff. Pop Culture Cafe gave me stuff. Uh, I bought this today. Ooh. All right, Re- I take my word. Yeah, back. shut it. <laughs> Reese's Peanut Butter Cups Mellow Top. Mellow Top. Marshmallow flavored cream with milk chocolate, naturally and artificially flavored. So we'll try that in here in a bit while you guys, you know, cleanse your palate over there. Oh, so that's, I thought that was white chocolate. That's marshmallow. It's on the marshmallow. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm intrigued now. Yeah, it should be interesting. I don't well, know. Well, all the people who don't like peeps, I doubt will like those. Mm. You know, this Cadbury Crunchy kind of reminds me of have you ever had astronaut ice cream, like the freeze dried ice cream? Yep, the texture. Yeah, I yes, love that shit. Exactly. That's what this it is, is. This is like freeze dried toffee. Oh. Canadian. Oh. It's good though. It's like yeah, it's like a butterfinger, but yeah. it's freeze dried insides. Yeah, I like how we have officially become the snacking show. Like we have officially, <laughs> everything's gone. I didn't realize that, but that was one of my goals in life to get a snack show to to just sit around eat food and talk about a it. Food tasting show, which is funny because Je- Jeff hasn't b- brought anything into taste test. Mm-hmm. He's just he. You're like the chef, the master judge or chef on a show. Like, everything is brought to you to taste. Damn straight. I like that. Okay. Um, good job, Jeff. Good job. I haven't made this. And I brought a lot of Pez. Thank you. You did bring a lot of Pez. You did. And you know what, Jeff? Just your award-winning personality is enough. So, I see you have a red shirt on today. Uh, you don't think you're going to make it out of the studio alive, do you? With your red shirt. <laughs> it was the first shirt I pulled out of the uh, That's dryer. what they always say, and they always end up dead. Ah. Uh. Well, he, has, he has no Enterprise insignia on it, so he may be safe. Give me that marker. <laughs> I'm going to put it on. Uh, did it, is anyone watching Picard? 
season three. I have not. Oh, up to three? I thought it was just two. No. I think I next season or this season's the last one. I'm still trying to get through. Uh, Jessica Jones? No. Oh. Um, the Next Generation before we start Picard. Oh, the TV series? Yes. From like 1997? Mm-hmm. Have you watched any episodes? I watched the first two, and it was, oh, hor- it oh, was, it was no. horrendous. Oh. Just skip to the end where they bite a giant Rubik's Cube. <laughs> and they get assimilated into it. Time out, Jim. First two episodes. It's one episode. It's a big pilot episode. Um, 3.6 on a scale of 1 to 10. I, that's what I gave it. I think, I think that's a good grade. I about think you're a, being generous. I'm, I'm about a 1.8. It is bad. It is bad. And I heard Q gets better, but, eh. You know. Did you did you see the article I sent you about the? It's called like what is it? Star Trek: The Pre Generation. Oh, about how they're it's kind not of the moving. next generation. Correct. It's not the current generation. It was like the previous. Yeah, because they're well. Chris Pine has even talked about like how you know Paramount is trying to like make everything connected, right? Yeah. And he's like, you shouldn't make it all Marvel related, like yeah. a Marvel thing. Yeah. Wait until they have alternate universe Star Trek oh, generations. God. I think they already do, don't they? <laughs> I don't know. I think well, that was the giant Rubik's Cube thing that ends the next generation. There's a cartoon now. Well, <laughs> alternate realities is uh, the reboot of 2009 <laughs> was just an alternate generation, or alternate generation, an alternate reality. I like alternate, the alternate generation. Alternate, I like that one. Alternate reality, <laughs> alternate universe. But did you? Did we actually figure out that photo? Was it real life or CGI? So it was an, a promo. Yeah. For their new show. Yeah. And it looks CGI. Like, it looked like... I If you look at Spock, especially. Well, it's not Spock. It's a Vulcan. It, <laughs> I'm just kidding. It is Spock. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, there's only one Spock. There's only one Vulcan, only right? Only one Vulcan, right? Yeah, exactly. It does... No, Tuvok was a Vulcan. Who? Tuvok? Tuvok. Tuvok. Yeah. You know what? From now on, that's canon in this in this <laughs> podcast. Tupac is a Vulcan. Um, I loved his uh, his uh, rap song. Great show. Great song. Um, that was that's Klingon. Klingon. Oh shoot! This <laughs> Vulcan is different. Sorry. Everybody that loves Star Trek is now cussing us out. <laughs> um, they've done that already. Yes. And I don't even think that actually was Klingon. That just sounded that like you were trying to do Klingon. It sounds like Bill the Cat. Bill the Cat sounds like Kathy. <laughs> Listen, honey. Listen, honey. Uh, here's some scribbles. Anyways. Uh, yeah, the promo that they sent out for the new Star Trek, it literally looks like they, they put superimposed heads on, like, these mannequins or something. It almost looked like CGI animation. Yes. To the point where it looked almost very real. It's very weird. It yeah. was very weird looking. It was like a touched-up Kardashian photo. Well, that's a, yeah, I wouldn't uh, call it CGI. I would just call it Photoshopped. Can we not talk about We don't mention that name. Oh, my gosh. I must... The good news is 2020 myself. this Friday has a special about them, or tomorrow night. Who? The family we shall never name. Isn't that what the whole live action series is about? They're, they got a new series out. Oh, um, can we, oh, what else is going on, Jeff? What did you watch this Travis week? Barker got married. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jeff, what did you watch this I week? Watch? Um, I watched Encanto. Okay. Didn't like it. Why didn't you like it? <laughs> Why didn't I like it? Um, I thought the story just felt rushed and slapdash 
my thought exactly when I did my review for nerdly.co.uk, I equated it to a Seinfeld episode, but less funny. Nothing happened. Like there was nothing that happened in it. But no. did they sing? Yeah. The they songs did. were fun. There you go. And the songs were eh. Bruno's actually one of my least favorite songs in that there, film. Yeah, there wasn't a whole lot from that songs I could take away that I said I enjoyed. Um Do you think the lack of a uh antagonist kinda deterred from it? No, like the story overall, I didn't mind the story, the plot of the story. Okay. It just felt the 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 the, the getting there, the journey mm-hmm. just felt eh. I thought the ending was very abrupt too. Yeah, it kinda did. It just like, oh yeah, and well, everything's all right again. Bruno's back. And we're fine. What what what? Well, uh, he, he had to leave. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. Bruno, uh, who's been living in your walls for the last two, uh, 10 years. <laughs> Don't mind him. Um, Guy's been living in some girl's walls? <laughs> yes, the What's family's it? walls. What kind of children's I want to show see, is He's this? a brother. He's related. That makes it even creepier. Oh, dude. What the hell? I want to see the horror film trailer for that. <laughs> Bruno <laughs> in the walls. <laughs> I see you. I wanted to toss the grandma off a cliff. And then, yeah, okay, there was one... Yeah, the grandma was terrible, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, Even my kids have started to realize that the more times they've watched it. The one thing that kind of bothered me was you got the one uh, cousin or whatever who can hear everything. Mm Mm-hmm. And Couldn't hear Bruno, though, in the walls. But at the very end, she said, I knew he was there the whole time. I heard him. Oh, did she say that? But then she... The whole point was when they were at the dinner and she had heard, you know... What uh, uh, Maribel, or yeah. the main person, said. She heard, she heard she heard her secret, and like couldn't keep it couldn't keep a secret. She yeah. was like like almost dying because she had a secret to tell. I'm like, for the last ten or so years, you knew Bruno was living in the walls, <laughs> but you couldn't keep this secret for thirteen minutes because it was a horror film, and Bruno came out and threatened her every single night in her bed. I will kill you. <laughs> <laughs> I will take you down. He was the brother who lived in the wall. <laughs> so, yeah. You I thought you were safe. You're never safe with Bruno. Voiced by Josh Duggar. Keep, oh. keep singing your songs mm. to keep him away. <laughs> you got to sing the only thing that will save you. So then I de- decided to read, uh, or read to watch, uh, what was it Turning Red or whatever mm-hmm. it's called? I couldn't even continue watching that. I got about a half hour in, and I'm like, that, that's enough. Were you offended because it was talking about changes that females go through? Nope. Did that, Did that? was that a big thing? Nope. Okay. But I keep hearing from people complaining it is. No. Okay. Wow. My, my biggest problem is, yeah, okay, I'm like a 50-year-old dude, and... <laughs> The main character is a 13-year-old girl who was annoying as F. <laughs> so I'm like, uh, I'll just... Uh, like, every time she's on, I'm like, oh, God, I'm annoyed by you. Get away. <laughs> go go away, little girl. And I'm like, wait a minute. I'm watching this movie. Click. <laughs> Good job, Jeff. Exit. I, that and her mother was a pain in the ass, too. I... I've been. I enjoyed it enough. I don't think it, it was great by any means, um, but my kids have really enjoyed it. Yeah. My t- my five year old and my eight year old yeah. really like it. Well, I'm saying it might be something that thirteen year old girls do enjoy Correct. or whatnot. 
But, but we had had a just, we had. Well, had a I was time. not the target audience. No, you were not. <laughs> no, no. You, despite the fact you're wearing a red shirt tonight. <laughs> yes, and you kind of look like dress a panda. up as a panda sometimes. You red panda. He is a furry. He is so panda love. Okay, uh, I watched Moon Knight. Anybody watch that? Oh yeah, I did watch. I Moon did. Knight. I did I watched not. It. You didn't, Jim? No. Okay. We, there's not really much spoilers, anyways. Well, I do have some questions as a non-Moon Knight knowledgeable person. Well, you came to the wrong place because I know nothing about Moon Knight. Me neither. <laughs> and I watched the first episode. I, the only thing I knew going into it mm-hmm. as a non-Marvel Moon Knight person mm-hmm. is that uh, Moon Knight was the equivalent to DC's Batman. Yes, but more psychological uh, issues. I, well, that's what I thought. Or that's yeah. the way it would have been described to me in the past. He's kind of like Hawkman in a way, like that mythology. With, 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 yeah, with the Egyptian mythology. I didn't know he had so much to do with Egyptian mythology. Uh, Although I, I enjoyed the split personality. I knew you of. would. As soon as I was watching, I watched right. it with my oldest, and I kept that's thinking, right. Blake's going to love this, because you have the narrative. I love the unreliable there narrator. There you go. That's right. But then it, it, does get, it does get kind of funny where he hears the voice, and he says, like, oh, great, the idiot's back. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like... When they're doing the chase scene, mm-hmm. he doesn't know where he's, when he's at. driving the car. The driving truck. the car and the fight when yeah. he's got the scarab, you know, the Egyptian scarab, and he's like, "What am I doing here? I don't know." And then he's all of a sudden he's like, "Oh my god!" He's like, <laughs> "Killed people all around him." And there's blood everywhere. There's blood everywhere. And yeah, I thought it was pretty entertaining. I really enjoyed it. I had not much excitement going into it. I don't know about much about Moon Knight. I thought the trailer looked decent. But I was like, I had my expectations low. I really enjoyed that. Um, I really enjoyed that first episode. But Jeff, you were you did not have great. excitement for I, it. At I, all. My expectations were low, and I enjoyed it for what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope it gets to a point somewhere. I mean, for a first episode, you know, where you yeah, and you're you're jumping in blind. Mm-hmm. I think it's great, and then it's like things are happening. But I'm, what? what? No, you're fine. Okay. But I'm waiting for. I mean, we'll see how the next episode goes. I'm, I'm sure they'll they'll get to the point. I did like the dog chasing him and then trying to run away from him in the bathroom. I thought that was kind of cool. Like, ah! or the uh, Egyptian, yeah, the uh, Egyptian the dog thing. thing was, yeah, Hellhound. I really, like I said, um, unreliable narratives. Por- I can take hound. it or leave. Yeah, I can, I can take it or leave it. And I thought this one was fun. Mm. I, I, I I like that. So, how did you like Ethan Hawks? character i don't think they gave him a lot to do yet he was kind of like every other brooding villain like you're just waiting uh i like that he has a cult it it did it did give you an interesting start because you're watching Mm -hmm. it you know from a perspective of what he does Mm -hmm. in the very beginning he walks out and then it cuts to oscar isaac yeah you know in bed and you're like dude what the fuck (laughs) why why are you chained to a bedpost Mm -hmm. i mean why you got this sand around why so apparently he realizes he's been Doing something. Doing something for a period of time now where he has how gaps he in get consciousness and what he's doing. He thinks he's like sleepwalking or something. How did he get the scarab? Just from his job, you think? No. And he stole it. He from was in like Germany or somewhere. Well, he, he was there, but he, oh, he was the alter yeah. eager. He, yeah, was he was Mark. Yeah. yeah and then was, so, okay, I got he, you. He, he woke yeah. up standing in yeah. the middle of. This, well, I don't know where he was. Yeah. Alps somewhere. Yeah. Like, yeah, something like that. I so, get that. Okay, I got you. I and thought he, he already had this. So he stole. And then they they mentioned that the, I know that the he package st- was intercepted or oh, okay. stole it. I got you. He was outside of the castle because he apparently jumped out. 
Yeah, I like how they were like shooting. Broken. He's like, oh. <laughs> um, like I said, I really enjoyed it. Uh, I feel like the superhero Moon Knight. I don't think he's going to be in it much. I have worries about that. I have worries that he's not going to be around. Like they're not going to show him much. I have a feeling we're not going to get a whole lot of uh, Steve anymore. You don't think? I don't think. I think we will. Uh, Oscar Isaac only signed on for one season, six episodes. Okay. Uh, he said he is very open to more episodes or films. Pay me. But he said he didn't want to be tied down with contracts, and he couldn't do other stuff. He yeah. wants to do more Poe. Yes, a lot more Poe. <laughs> you know what? Give me a Poe and Finn. Give me a Poe, Finn, and Ray, like, somewhere in the galaxy. I don't I care. I will say. Away from all the other assholes. Yeah. He's already better in the... Uh, MCU than he was in previous uh, Marvel related movies. What was he in? Uh, Apocalypse X Men. Oh, Apocalypse. He, he was. He was Apocalypse. He was Apocalypse. He? Yeah. Yes. He was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> he absolutely hated that. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone hated that. He wasn't bad necessarily in Apocalypse, but uh, it was just terrible and oh, so he couldn't really act much. Oh no, yeah, move. no, yeah, he was stuck in a costume or makeup that, that took like three hours to put on and take and, off every day, and he couldn't. And if he moved, it would like break it or ruin it. Mm-hmm. He better have gotten paid a lot of money for that. Not enough. Jeez, that film was horrible. Um, yeah, it, it, like I said, I enjoyed Moon Knight. Uh, I'm looking forward to the second episode, so that's at least positive. I watched a uh, second episode of Halo. Liked it a lot better. Liked it a lot better than the first episode. The first episode was really cool with the action, like the scene, action scene in the beginning. Yeah, I watched the first episode. And that's what it. did you think? It was good. I mean, it was... Did it look kind of cheap a little bit, some scenes? Or the CGI? Or I don't know, maybe the sets? Maybe the sets. But... Okay. Uh, the second episode gets a lot better. The second episode, they expand... It's a lot less action, but they expand the universe... And um, I will say, like, the main character, I know he's trying to play, like, somebody without feelings right now because they took it out of him, the military. Blake knows that. Uh, They took it out of all feelings and caring. But, like, he wasn't good. Like, he's not a good actor in the first. At least I hope that it's just the character he's playing. But he's not very good. But uh, overall, I really enjoyed it. He's good in other movies like... uh... Which one's the... Who is it? Pablo Shriver. Okay. I can look it up, see who's... Uh, he was in... Uh, uh, what? I don't know. The one about Benghazi. Den of Thieves, 13 the one, Hours. The 13 Hours, the one about Benghazi. American Gods. Uh-huh. Orange is, is the New Black. Yeah, he's he was... Orange? Who oh, yeah, he? He's the... Uh, he's the <laughs> prison guard. bitch he's number three. Guard. Oh, no. With, <laughs> a, with the mustache. Oh, okay. Yeah. And the rumor is he's going to be the new Wolverine. Hmm. Okay, so maybe his maybe it's just the he should be the new Sabretooth. Oh, just because his half brother was the old Sabretooth. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Is he related? Yeah. To Leaf? Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, he was in Bubble Boy. Who was he in Bubble Boy? I'll get that for you. Uh, the Moops. <laughs> <laughs> Different Bubble Boy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Danny Trejo this was is in the that. Jake Gyllenhaal Bubble Boy. Oh. <laughs> Uh, yes, it, Halo 2, like, I, or Halo, the second episode, I really enjoyed it because they did expand the universe, and you're like, okay, the good guys aren't always good guys. They're not really good guys. The bad guys, there's other stories coming into it. I like the the woman uh, is, part, is part of the Covenant of Aliens and that. Yeah. And I like that. Uh, I will say the alien overlords, like the three guys hovering in chairs, 
they look dead on what they did in the, the cartoon, the <laughs> video game, the cartoon, the, the cut, the whatever the, it is. <laughs> but overall, like I, I like the second episode a lot. I told I told my oldest, I was like, okay, now I'm kind of more vested in it. So we'll see. That's why we always say, how many? Three episodes. So except for Hobie, give yourself uh, 240 episodes to give us a try. Yes, at least, at <laughs> least. But start at 432 and no. give us 230 episodes. Start at number one. No, 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 no. Do not start at number one. Um, start at number zero. Oh, it will be released someday. Do, do, do you still have it? I, I think I do. We shall never speak of that one again. <laughs> uh, uh, our Patreon uh, followers can pay extra to get... Yes. Zero. Are we on Patreon? Nope. <laughs> uh, he is uncredited, or he's not listed on the cast of, like, 20 in Bubble Boy. That's uh, not good. Not listed? What? Beetlejuice from Howard Stern Show is listed, but not him. <laughs> <laughs> Beetlejuice was more well-known at the time. Yes. I think he's dead now. He was in was Thumper. Um, yeah. He was in The Manchurian Candidate with Denzel. Ooh. And his brother... Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and he was in First Man. He got really good reviews. That got really good reviews. The, the astronaut one? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, okay. Uh, anything else we, anybody watched? I watched Death on the Nile. Oh, the sequel. No, well, no. Not a sequel. <laughs> well. Well, I guess it's in the same universe. It's in the Agatha Christie universe. The, yeah. <laughs> it's the ACU. The, er, the Hercule Peru You said universe. the ACLU? No, Wait, no. they have their universe? No, the HPU. HPU? Hercule Peru universe. Yeah. I like the ACU. Yeah, the Agatha Christie <laughs> oh, universe. Okay. Let's do that. Okay. That way you can bring in Jane Marple, too. <laughs> there are so many options with this. <laughs> there really are. No. <laughs> yeah, where, where was Marple in Death on the Nile? Not there. They're may- she's in the other multiverse. Oh, <laughs> I don't. I don't think Jane Marple and Hugh Poirot ever like met in the books. So it did not do. Oh, uh, let's just say this is the end of the ACU because uh, <laughs> it, it bombed. It did not do well. How how was it? That was all Army Hammer's fault. Was he in this one or the first one? He was this in this one. one. Oh, okay. Um, it, well, I, I enjoyed it, but I enjoy the stories anyway. I've read I've read them already. Oh, if you're interested, yeah. I think uh, forty going on fourteen is uh, this week recording their death oh, on yeah. or yeah death on the Nile uh, the, episode. Then and now, yeah, mm-hmm. much better than their fancy island episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's because uh, you ruined their. It was awful. <laughs> you, you ruined those guys with your stank. <laughs> So would you recommend watching it? I would, but... Okay. I like the first... I like Murder on the Orient, okay? Sorry, not the first Murder, one. I mean the Orient Express? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I would like to see another version of it, and then there were none. That's okay. my favorite Agatha Christie book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that wouldn't be in the HPU, but would be in the ACU. Yeah, it would be in the <laughs> ACU. Okay. <laughs> but did, didn't we have a discussion about how uh, all the actors in Death on the Nile... Was a publicist nightmare? Wasn't that? Well, uh, did, well there was like two. Did we I talk think. about it? Oh no, it was a because um, like Army Hammer, obviously. With all the stars, it, uh, there Gal was an Gadot. article talking about how a publicist was talking about this is a nightmare promotion. Uh, Gal Gadot, Army Hammer, Kenneth Branagh, Brannon, yeah, Branagh. 
Oscar Academy winner. Award winner. Yep. Yeah. Annette Benning. Oh. Sir? Is he sir? Is he a sir? Yeah, he is sir. There you oh, go. Okay. Annette Benning. Oh, that bitch. Uh, wow. Jeez. Wow. I have no idea. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you saw uh, her in Casino and said, fuck that lady. I was going to say American Beauty. <laughs> oh, uh, Tom Bateman. Latita Wright. Uh, Wright. Latisha. Latisha Wright. Who has getting, is getting uh, some... Uh, ac- flack. Yeah, flack for a lot of her... Stuff yeah. for uh, delaying the Black Panther film. Yeah. She's one of the publicists, uh, mm-hmm. publicists, yes. parts, I think. Okay. Of having... uh, Rose Leslie, uh, Russell Brand. Oh, there, there you go. Nothing. Russell Brand. I, I did, I actually enjoyed Russell Brand in this role. Really? Mm-hmm. Ridley Scott. I don't think he's an actor in it, though. No, he's the <laughs> producer. <laughs> Don it, French. Oh, it was a Scott free production. No. Oh. So, yeah. I was just trying to see Crispin Letts. He was a first officer. Man, he demanded a bigger role. Naomi Lynch was probably the biggest headache. She was a female porter, and let me tell you, when she she's going to be have a big role in the ACU if she keeps her head on straight. Yeah, she tried to pick up those bags and said, "Don't do that." Yeah, I mean, whoa, <laughs> whoa. do you want to see her backstory? Because I think there's a lot there. <laughs> Definitely a lot there. <laughs> flush this out in the ACU. <laughs> she could female be, Porter's she backstory. Could be like, she could be like Agent Coulson. Just a backstory with a female Porter. Uh, okay. Anything else anybody watch? Mm, That's Porter's. your job, Jason. You need to start writing movies and backstories on the most, like, m- mundane m- people. Mundane characters. Okay. I can do that. I could do that. So then he would know what it's like to be a dungeon master. <laughs> I was going to say, my, my, first, my first film I'm writing is about Blake. Uh, <laughs> Write all about the NPCs. You write <laughs> all about the NPCs that the party kills when they first meet them. You're like, fuck. They have backstories on important <laughs> ones, and everybody wants to know about the ones that. And yeah, and there's a, a, a gnome sitting at the bar. Oh, I want to go talk to the gnome. Well, his name is Winkle. Well, what's he doing? Well, what's his story? Just from that name alone, I want to know more about him. What's up with Winkle? I want to know what's Winkle. Have you guys started a new level, whatever you call it, D&D? Campaign? Yeah. It's in building process, yes. My God. You're worse. You seriously are worse than that uh, guy that did Game of Thrones. Wow. Whoa, man. saying. I'm expecting at least to start these guys off in four weeks. Okay. Not 14 years. Okay. Okay. I've heard that before, George. Wiener, wiener, take it back. floppy wiener. No, not taking it back. You're just upset because we beat it. Uh, let's see here. Um, Blake, you opened up these Oreo hops. I didn't open it up. I wanted to, but Jim opened oh, it okay. up. Okay. These are pretty good. They're re- like regular Oreos. They're regular <laughs> Oreos. Oreos. Green they're, cream. They're yeah. like double stuff. They're, yeah. They're, they're Oreo hippity hops. Five Easter design green colored cream. Same made from taste. real bunnies. Man, I, kept, I, I forgot to look at the... The, the outer of the cookie to see what the designs were. Oh, right. yeah, me too. I just, I just ate them. them. <laughs> My, mine looked like an egg. Mine like was a bunny. A, a decorated egg. Let me look at one now. There, it's kind of nice after all these weeks and weeks and weeks of different Oreo flavors, just get the regular. Yeah. It's kind of nice. I got the regular at home. So. Oh. Uh, let's see here. You know what, Jim? Well, I want to thank our former intern, Hackney, uh, mm-hmm. for bringing these in. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe one day he could get a floppy, too. Well, he does have one, but not as good as Canadian of the Year. Um, well, are we expecting uh, Brian back since we have Juan coming in next week? I don't know. I, are, we, are we giving Brian a promotion? Oh, no, 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 no. That's not happening. That's not happening. <laughs> um, he's got to be here for at least 500 episodes. Um, 
<laughs> so, and so now the question is, yeah. does Juan come in at a higher seniority than Brian, or mm-hmm. does Brian have someone to boss around? Oh, no, he, he's Brian's boss. Okay. So uh, Brian can boss around the fax machine, uh, and in turn, Gary is on the same level as him. So uh, it's a very complicated org structure over there with the interns. Brian, Brian is always due to be promoted next week. Yes, yes. But the thing is, when next week comes, he's always due to be promoted next, next week. week. The next pro- week never comes. The problem is, he was supposed oh, no, to be... no, no, it comes. It's next week. It's always next week. Yeah. He was supposed to be promoted this week, and he didn't show. So that's a lack of effort right there. I mean, we're going to have to look at it again next week, then. Uh, I gotta go boop noses. Is that your Brian impression? Yep. <laughs> uh, Jim, do you know we have a Hobie code that you can save up to 20% off fine-made items and geek stuff? Do you, uh, did you know that? Was that a, at Untidy Venus? It is at Untidy Venus on Etsy.com. Use Hobie Pod, save up to 20% off her handmade creations. She is the magnet maker for Hobie for this Inside Comic Expo. Etsy. Or, Etsy. Or, or if you're Etsy. actually in Utah, can you stop and visit her store? You can visit her store. Damn it, I don't have what it's at now. But uh, you can stop. It's in Utah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's only the one town. You have uh, to ring the tabernacle bell to get in. Uh, so after last week, we could talk about Utah and not knowing anything about it. And golden um, shekels. I think Stephen Izzy are coming on next week to tell us about Utah. <laughs> so just let everybody know. I don't want to be educated. I want to stay ignorant. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's All the American did. way of life. That's a, that's the, that's a couple that sat next to me in the restaurant doing the, you know, doing the um, trivia challenges. <laughs> uh, name a French general born on the island of Corsica. I don't know who that would be. I'm like, there's only one French general <laughs> anybody knows. Think of all the French generals that you know. Lafayette. Think of all of them. <laughs> Leonardo. <laughs> Parade. No, that's a turtle. Oh. General is he an admiral? My bad. <laughs> hey, did you know that Lafayette was a general yeah. in the American <laughs> army? Yeah. Yeah. Did you know the first Harley Davidson motorcycle was made in 1803? Did is it? Well, according to them, that was true. I don't think they have motors. Then. Yes, it was sail powered. <laughs> <laughs> oh, then the there wouldn't be a motorcycle, dude. You understand what I was going through? <laughs> next to him. That's not it. Was it okay? Did you beat them at least in trivia? No, I just kept my mouth shut and I just drank my beer and ate my chicken wings. Halfway through, Blake's like, "Give me that thing! Give me yeah, that!" I, I almost just wanted to start blurting out answers. Thank, thank goodness Jeff wasn't there to slap them. Yeah. <laughs> you are doing a bad name for anybody that ever does trivia. <laughs> Blake just starts having Tourette's behind them. Napoleon. 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 Um. Okay, we had a poll of the week this week. Did we? Yeah, we did. WrestleMania was this week. Shut up, Brian. Uh, we have polls, but we have polls wow. of the week. You just told Brian to shut up, and he's not even here. Yeah, Brian. Hey, Billy, shut up. Uh, what, what is your favorite Steve Austin WrestleMania moment slash match? After Steve Austin came back this week, after 17 years, and beat up Kevin Owens in a no-holds-barred match, the next night he killed a 76-year-old man named Vince McMahon. And, uh, Wished he did. Uh, he kicked him, but, you know. Yes, it's fake. Shut up. And Vince couldn't gather himself and like was falling against ropes. It was the most awkward stunner you've ever seen. So I'll he didn't to. actually get the stunner off? He did, if you <laughs> call it that. Anyways, uh, Steve... Did he rupture both his... Uh, quads? quads? <laughs> no. <laughs> he may have. Um, I do like how... That Steve- could be a spoiler on our uh, top five list. It could be. 
Steve Austin's been away for 17 years and is still more over than everybody on that that roster. It's unbelievable. And can still quote a be, uh, do a better promo than most of them, too. Uh, options were Bloodbath versus Bret Hart at WrestleMania 13. Teaming with Tyson at WrestleMania 14. Ugh. Versus The Rock Trilogy. Uh, it was a great uh, three matches that they had at WrestleMania. And joining Mr. McMahon at WrestleMania 17 when he turned heel against The Rock. Ah. Uh, the winner, oh, I'm sorry, last place, teaming with Tyson at WrestleMania 14 when he ripped off his shirt and he wasn't DX. I thought you were going to say ripped off his ear. No. Oh. Uh, number two, uh, third place, joining Mr. McMahon at WrestleMania 17. Did not work. Uh, let's see here. And winning 30% to 10, or I'm sorry, winning 45% to t- uh, 30%, uh, the Rock Trilogy beat the Bloodbath versus Bret Hart. The Bret Hart match was amazing. Austin what? and Bret Hart changed roles. My favorite moment wasn't on the list. Which one was that? Uh, when he did the stunner to uh, the, that former football player. Lawrence Taylor? No. Uh, Dante Culpepper? Nope. Um, who? Lyle Alzado? Nope. <laughs> Goldberg? No. <laughs> uh, that big rock guy? Well, he just did it Sunday. Come on. Jeez. He did? Did you not watch? No. I didn't watch. Oh, <laughs> <You're right. laughs> oh, Pat uh, McAfee. Pat McAfee. Oh, okay. You said football. He's a punter. Oh, the uh, punter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's a he wrestled. Player. He had a good match. Supposedly, I was watching some of the highlights. Well, the highlight was when yeah. Stone Cold stunned him. I like his beer coming out. Yeah, he did a good job. With he that. did a good job. Yeah, selling the the being and, stunned and the. <laughs> and Mac McAfee supposedly has a pretty good podcast. People like listening to. Hey, oh, McAfee's got a, a great uh, uh, podcast, yeah. or you can. Watch the video uh, version of it on YouTube. Yeah. He did, he has some uh, good um, uh, Peyton Manning stories too. Oh, sure he does. <laughs> now he was a frequent guest on the Bob and Tom Show, which is a morning radio out of Indianapolis. Still the Bob and Tom Show, but I don't think Bob or no, Tom is on it. No, Tom's still on it. Oh, okay. Bob is not. Okay. They still own the show. Yes. Yeah, yes. There you go. Uh, it's easier to just keep Bob's name on it than it is to rebrand. You keep Bob out of your fucking mouth. <laughs> Sorry. Still a little feisty about him. You know, you're right. Bob or Bob's name? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> you're right. It, it doesn't sound as exciting when he says the Tom show. You're like, whatever. But you go Bob and Tom. You're like, oh, okay. Yeah. Keep Bob out of your mouth, too. <laughs> can, can I mention Chick McGee? No. <laughs> is he still alive? Yeah, Chick mm-hmm. McGee is he still on the show? Chick's still on the show. Christine Lee's still on the Chris, show. Really, Christy Lee's still on? Yeah. Christy, yeah. yeah. She left once and then came back. What six months later? Yeah. Did yeah. you see? Uh, speaking of radio shows, uh, WKRP in Cincinnati, uh, that two of the stars of it are doing like a rewatch of it, and they're oh, doing a they? podcast. And I'm like, you know, that's all well and good, but like, who's listening to that? <laughs> like, oh, WKRP is like. <laughs> And, and people, it's called follow, and but people older than us probably don't even know what a podcast <laughs> is or how to access it. I'm going through my brain trying to think who's left. Gary Sandy, and uh, he's been out of show business for almost since WKRP went off the he's air. He's the biggest star in the world. I mean, Tim Reed in the world, and I was a star. Uh, I got Dan it here. Smithers is even got out. it here. <laughs> a week by week episode by episode rewatch. Uh, Podcast. Uh, let's see here. All eighty hosted hosted by husband and wife Alan and Donna Stare. Oh, that, that's not. Wait a minute. They're not even in the show. 
Alan started in radio at age 15 in 1980 when he walked into his first radio station. Oh, they're real life DJs. What? Oh, that's oh. dumb. It's not oh. stars of the show. No, that's we're not gonna. We're not gonna watch. Listen to it then. If you want to watch or listen to a podcast of stars of the show doing a week by week, the Office. Do the Office ladies? Yeah. Yeah. What uh, the hell's up with Angela that? and Pam. That's dumb. It's dumb. I don't like that. Uh, how dare you? Anyways, uh, Blake. No, I have no problem with people watching it and doing a week by week discussion. But okay, I got my hopes up there for a second. Now, if they did w, the new WKRP in Cincinnati, then they would have well, they my respect. they to continue on doing both, right? Correct. They have to. I th- would think so, right? Well, uh, I mean, then you, you would get great uh, performances by the likes of French Stewart and Tawny Katane. All from the minds of French Stewart. And uh, Michael DeBar, all those great guys. Remember when they kept bringing Michael back... Michael T. Williamson was in... Uh... Remember when they kept bringing back everybody from the old <laughs> show? Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, this isn't working. Hey, you yeah. come on back. Hey, Lonnie, come back for an episode or two. <laughs> I don't know. I'm pretty busy. <laughs> what are you doing, Lonnie? I don't know. Wow. That was my Lonnie. Um, it actually wasn't the worst. Oh, it wasn't Lonnie. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was. I mean, she, Lonnie Anderson is a <laughs> like, very intelligent person. Like, let yeah, me do she, my she wasn't a very intelligent <laughs> character. Yeah, she, she was like the highest paid person yeah. at, the ra- at the radio, yeah. and she did nothing. Yeah. Let Every time they asked her, she just walked away. <laughs> Let me do my Burt Reynolds impersonation. I don't get it. Lonnie or Burt, you're so funny. I want to say she did nothing. She was the receptionist, so she received. Oh, yeah, she talked to you when they came in. <laughs> Can you give me coffee? No. No? Uh, I need you to type this up. Nope. <laughs> How you doing down there, Burt? You know, she got all the press, but I actually think uh, the old what's-her-name was actually hotter than Lonnie. Jane Smithers? Yeah. I thought uh, Howard Hessman was hotter. Uh, <laughs> when they, uh, the episode when Herb was hitting on her, his wife was out of town. So they're like, and he keeps hitting on, like, Jennifer. Jennifer, and they agree just to give him what he wants. <laughs> <laughs> she agrees to mm-hmm. go, go on, on a date with him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we just did a podcast about WKRP. I will say Gordon Jump was a hot man. Man, was he hot. Oh. God. Except when he was in different strokes. That was oh, a very special. A very, the very special episode. <laughs> we don't talk strokes. about different strokes anymore. Oh. Uh, Todd Bridges not let us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Blake, why don't you do some listener feedback? All right, that sound is time for the bomb listener feedback. Sponsored by. Uh, Elon Musk, please buy shares of Hobie. Make us rich. <laughs> I I did see somebody tweeted out uh, when uh, all Twitter users find out that uh, an African American bought almost ten percent of Twitter. <laughs> Elon Musk is African American, uh-huh. and people are gonna go crazy because they're racist. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, moving on. Anyways, top five. All right, uh, we're gonna. St- you know, I, I'm I'm sick of reading this guy because every week he tries to slide this shit in, and he does it on purpose. What's we'll charcuterie? I'm, I'm almost number one wanting, fan. Almost no, wanting to not dodge this question. I think we can skip it this week. What is Megan's? This is from no, number one fan Doug. What is uh, Megan's uh, take uh, on uh, the Smith uh, Rock incident? We don't care. 
Next. Wow, you got that finger oh, on the... yeah. Thank you, Jeff. <laughs> what incident? The Smith Rock incident. Oh, okay. If you smell... Yes. La, 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 la. But the it was rock somebody's specific take on the Smith That's rock what I'm doing, incident. The Rock. You're Will Smith. Hey. You want to do... Will you Smith wanna... or some he... other Smith? Sam Smith, the singer. Hey, Sam, <laughs> you want to sing with me? I'm The Rock. No, I don't want to be Sam Smith. Oh. Um, Jonah Smith. How about Jonah uh, Salk? That's Jonah Salk. Uh, <laughs> you want me, Jonah Salk? Kurt Smith. Who's Kurt Smith? Kurtwood Smith. Or uh, Kurt, no, wait, Kurt for, Smith. That's, how about Steve Smith, the receiver? Tears and fears. Oh, tears for fears. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is it Smith? I don't remember. Give me a song. Yeah, what do you sing? Tears for fears. Or, or Smith? How, about, how about the Smith? Everybody no, we hate the Smith. Wants to rule the world. <laughs> If you smell what the rock is cooking. I'm glad Jason misread that sentence because there's one key word in there that's. I'm Megan! If you smell what I make. Okay, what's next? Next one's from Canadians of the Year, but we'll save that one for next week when uh, the intern's in. Well, supposedly. Skipping to Randall Holt. Yeah, when he's promoted next week. Yes. Randall Holt, uh, do you think we are finally seeing the Marvel movie Overload? I don't know. Is there a, what I haven't seen Overload. Is that the, a new universe? It's in an alternate timeline. <laughs> it's in the ACU. <laughs> oh. He says, are people getting bored with Marvel stuff? No, I just don't think uh, Morbius is a big draw. Well, it is this week. Next week, not so much. Yeah. Uh, maybe we're just getting bored with Sony's Marvel? How about that? Oh, we're definitely getting bored with that. But, I mean, obviously the uh, Eternals didn't strike a chord with most of the movie going public. I still haven't seen it. I haven't either. It was well done. I really enjoyed it. I I just think it would have worked better as a show. Mm -hmm. Uh, On its own? Yeah. I mean, you can tie it in with the the MCU, but it it was two and a half hours long and felt kind of rushed through the storyline. It's a storyline that felt more episodic and, you know, each... It, I think it would have done a television show really well. Do you think it's because they had too many characters? Introducing too many characters? Uh, I don't think it was... I mean, it would have been better to get to know some of them a little bit better. Okay. Yeah, but from a non-Marvel expert, uh, here's these Eternals that are here to protect Earth from horrible stuff, but they were around when Thanos was there, and, well, they didn't do anything there. And they, they explained they, it. Yeah, so I you know did they watch the movie. it in the movie, but yeah. you're still going to let them fucking kill half the population? That's not their... You, you, you need to watch the movie well, if you're going to complain about it. they need to get a new it. job. Why are they protecting? So they need a job? Yeah, get a new job. <laughs> it's it's completely explained in the movie. They're and... supposed to protect the Earth. So their yearly evaluation did not go well that year. <laughs> correct. Uh Ma'am, um, you did not stop Thanos. Um, we're not going to give you a race this year. That's right. Uh, was Lockjaw? Nope, that's Im- Immortals. I was thinking it was the reboot of the Immortals. Uh, yeah, Lockjaw is the, the dog humans. From Inhumans, that's what it is. Sorry. I do always. I used to always get those two like confused, like in the comic books. I'm like, wait a minute, what hold about, on. What about Lockheed? No, but Loki. Who's Lockheed? Lockheed is uh, K- Kitty Pride's dragon. It was also uh, Lockheed was also in. Uh, oh, in in the movies, was, yeah, yeah. It wasn't Kitty Pride's dragon in the movies. It was uh, Magic's what, dragon. Yeah. What movies? 
the X-Men? Uh, the New Mutants. New Mutants. Oh, okay. I didn't see New Mutants. I'd is that on Disney Plus? Uh, I think it is, actually. I think it is. Uh, Jason, you should watch I don't that. Remember. I wouldn't mind. I'm not opposed to it. I'm not opposed to it. You watch anything that Anna Taylor Joy's in. Ooh. I, I hear she's going to be in this movie that has a great movie poster. Oh, yes. We'll get to that in News of the Geek. <laughs> what else we got? Uh, next, from Kevin at Cincy Explorer. Uh, per a tweet online, who is the best sports movie villain? Um... Sports movie villain. I would say the... Uh, I forgot her name. Major League? Yes. The owner of the Major League? The owner Le- of the Indians in Major yeah. League? Rachel Phelps. Yeah. Rachel Phelps. That's my vote. Or could it be the... Uh, Eddie Eddie Martell? Eddie Martell. Could oh, it be, from Replacements. Oh, it, I'm like, that's why I don't know what that is. Could it be the coach of the Yankees from the original Bad News Bears? Ooh, Vic Morrow. Vic Morrow. Yeah. I think it's Rachel he Phelps. He slapped his son right there on the field. Yeah, yeah but that's man. only one kid. Rachel Phelps is trying to move a whole team. <laughs> uh, Vic Morrow is a good. Uh, that's a good one. The coach of the Yankees, mm-hmm. the original Bad News Bears, not the remake. Oh, duh. What Thank about you. the guy in Major League that tried to throw out his own son in a father-son game? The pitcher that wasn't a good guy either. Now, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Clue Hayward was a hitter. Yeah. If you hit it, you could name it. Um, Jack Parkman in Major League yeah. Two. Oh, yeah. Uh, Parkman. A poor man's version. <laughs> uh, uh, Parkman, that shimmy makes all the women in Cleveland <laughs> excited. <laughs> oh, that shimmy makes all the women in Cleveland vomit. <laughs> I think Rachel Phelps. I, I like that one. I like that one. Anyone else? Oh, let's see. Other sports movies. Um, I guess the intern isn't here to say it, so uh, Yvonne Drago. Oh, yes. <laughs> it's about a sport. Was he really a villain, though? I mean, he was a product of his uh, environment and upbringing. If that's, then we've got to go to Bloodsport and go with, oh, I forget the guy's name, the actor. I'm trying to remember who the villain was in that. The uh, one guy that kicked him? The big, the, just the massive uh, Asian guy who was always played a bad guy in... Okay, hold on. Let me get you some here. Yeah, he was also in Big Trouble in Little China, wasn't he? He was also... He's one of the Three Storms? And he was also in uh, Enter the Dragon. Yeah. And that when they did, and you actually talk to him or anything, and all that people that worked with him, they actually say he's probably the nicest guy on set. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they just love him, yeah. and he comes in, he plays like the big mean guy. Uh, Dallas Carter High School in Friday Night Lights. Uh, let's see the here. Entire high school. Hey, Seuss from the Big Lebowski. This is from. He uh, wasn't a villain. This is from SI.com. Hey, no. Seuss was great. That's right. Uh, let's see here. He wasn't a bad guy. And it's not Hey, Seuss, it's the Jesus. He wasn't like some Nile. Yeah, that's true. Why did I call him <laughs> Hey, Seuss? Yeah. It's the Jesus. Hey, OG Oglethorpe from Slapshot. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, Rachel Phelps. Uh, Chung Lee is Bloodsport. Yes. There you go. Um, let's see here. Played by, uh, Bolo Yang. Okay. Uh, here's one from SI. The Great Depression, Cinderella Man. <laughs> the actual Great Depression. <laughs> uh, Kreese, John Kreese from The Karate Kid. Kreese. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, but again, he's a result of life experiences that taught him to be there. Clubber Lang from Rocky Three. Again, he's a, a result again. of life experiences. White <laughs> Goodman from Dodgeball. That corner, oh, he was just yeah, evil. Yeah, he was evil. <laughs> yeah. That corner chair in A Million Dollar Baby. <laughs> <laughs> she had it coming. Uh, 
Bud Actually, Ki- I might say her mother in Million Dollar Baby. Bud Kilmer from Varsity Blues. <laughs> I don't want your life. Uh, Roy Turner from Bad News Bears. Yep. Uh, let's see here. Johnny Lawrence from Karate Kid. Which we've learned is not he true. He was the hero. He's the good guy. Just ask. Uh, there you go. Judge Smalls from Daniel Caddyshack. Russo. Judge Smalls from Caddyshack. <laughs> I didn't want to put him to death. <laughs> Sorry. I booed it. booed it to him. Uh, let's see here. Ernie Big Ern McCracken from Kingpin. Ernie McCracken's oh, a really good he one. He is a good villain. Shooter McGavin. I ate shit like you for breakfast. You eat pieces of shit for breakfast? Oh, <laughs> oh number two on Sports Illustrated. Cancer from Brian's song. Ouch! And Ivan Drago's their number one. And the Hunters from Bambi. Nah, I was rooting for the Hunters in that one. That's a horrible cartoon. Uh, Let's see here. From Watership Down. Some close but not evil enough Chaz Osborne from Back to School. Uh, Warden Hazen from The Longest Yard. Uh, Clue Haywood from Major League. Uh, And Kevin O'Shea from Little Giants. There you go. Uh, the whole movie of not Ch- a good movie. The little kid from Jerry Maguire too. I don't know that fucking kid, Johnny Kilimpy. Everything from uh, Kicking and Screaming. Oh, that's the Will Ferrell one. Yes. Oh God, that movie was awful. Yes, it was. God. So there you go. Yeah. Who was the uh, quarterback from the other fraternity in Revenge of the Nerds? What about him? Stan Gable. Stan yeah. Gable. That really, what I guess it was uh, athletics because you had the entire. Uh, yeah, they they had the Olympic. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, I mean, Shooter McGavin did buy uh, Happy's house, though. <laughs> His grandma's house. Grandma's house. Yeah, I don't know. I'm going Rachel Phelps for Shooter McGavin. Bud Kilmer might be up there too from Varsity Blues. That guy was not a good man. <laughs> or anything that Donald Gibb did. In what? Donald Gibb. Everything. And everything. Yes. Just everything. Wow. What else we got Here's there? Donald Gibb. Ogre. Yeah. Oh. He was also in Bloodsport. Blood <laughs> he was, at, yeah, he, <laughs> yeah, he was great in Bloodsport. <laughs> he was pretty much in everything in 1980s. <laughs> well, Ogre did become a Tri-Lambda pledge eventually. He did. Was he that did the third turn good one? Guy. Oh, they that made a third the, Revenge of the Nerds? Oh, it was the second one? They, they made, made like four of them, I think. Really? Yeah, oh, they, they did, yeah. Oh, like one, two was down in like on spring break, and that's when... All the yeah. jocks turned on Ogre because oh, they so left him on the island when they're the national charter, and then so because he was going to tell, he was so proud that they they fooled all the nerds, so he was going to tell everybody. So they yeah. left him on the island with the nerds. Well, in the ROTN universe, um, <laughs> let's see here. In the ROTN universe, uh, we have Revenge of the Nerds, Revenge of the Nerds Two. Revenge of the Nerds 3, which is the... Shoot, I can't even see. The Next Generation. And then you had oh, the God. wedding. No, that's uh, American Pie. <laughs> no, no, there was... Uh, it was, a, it was a t- Nerds a t- in Love. Ner- okay. Revenge of the Nerds 4, 1994. Oh. You know, whenever you have to name your next sequel The Next Generation, that's a bad sign, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, we just Not lost good. some more Star Trek fans. <laughs> <laughs> What else we got, Blake? Finish this up. Finish it up. Wait, uh, wait, wait. So uh, what year did uh, the Revenge of the Nerds, the next generation, come out? Uh, 92. What year did uh, Star Trek? Oh, wait. The Star Trek, the next generation, was 90. Oh, no, that came out in, like, 88. Uh, let's see here. 87. Okay. It ended in 94 when Nerds in Love came out. <laughs> that just it shows it right so there. So did Star Trek sue Revenge of the Nerds? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because Revenge of the Nerds did the next generation better than Star Trek did. I'm confused, though. Like, Revenge of the Nerds Next Generation was eight, nine years after the first Revenge of the Nerds? Eight. It was eight years, yeah. 
That's not really a new generation. Well, in college years. Later in the same generation. (laughs) A rich alumnus joins forces with the former jock Dean Gable in a nefarious plot to overthrow nerd-controlled Adams College. It's a $2 million budget. I'm impressed that Stan Gable is able to become a uh, dean dean that quick. (laughs) Booger and Lewis are both in it. Yes. (laughs) And Ted McGinley. Yeah. Well, he's Stan Gable. Yeah, correct. Uh, anything else we got, Blake? I, we got? I, I'll tell you what. James Cromwell's in it. Yeah, he, James Cromwell is uh, Lewis's dad. Yeah, but it, and Morton Downey Jr. Oh, that's right. Jesus. Yeah. What, what other podcasts can get this wealth of knowledge? I mean, <laughs> Jason's reading shit from his phone. Jim's calling it off the top of his fucking head. <laughs> she might bride. Yeah, he's in really bad sequels. <laughs> oh, time out. Speak of Charlie McBride. He's in How We Roll. The new uh, comedy, the sitcom with Pete Holmes. Oh, I haven't heard of this. So it's based on a true story. True Tom Kitman, something like that, who was a professional bowler who quit his job and became a PGA bowler. And I think most PGA bowlers quit whatever <laughs> job they had when they are good enough to be a PGA bowler. So it's based on his life. I'm trying to, but I'm not good enough yet. It, let me tell you, you could probably write a sitcom better than this. I like Pete Holmes a lot. And... This it's not good. So he doesn't do his X Men bit in this. No, I was waiting the whole time for him to be Professor X. Um, th- th- that is one of my favorite. Wolverine, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we made him metal. <laughs> Who's our number one villain? Uh, Magneto. What's his power? Uh, he can bend stuff with metal. <laughs> what are your bones made of? But I got a motorcycle. And what's that made of? <laughs> Tubes. <laughs> Tubes. Like a that was my favorite answer. <laughs> a motorcycle's made of tubes? <laughs> you're fired. But, but, but I can run at him. <laughs> but you're made of metal. metal. <laughs> Go watch X-Men. E-X-M-A-N. Pete Holmes. But yeah, uh, How We Roll. That was a great and then skit. watch the bad... The, what the... The, the Batman, bad, the bad man. Yes, his, his Batman. Uh, <laughs> his sketch comedy show wasn't bad at all. Pete Holmes show. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this co- sitcom. We one episode in. I'm like, oh, it's a very 80s type, th- early 90s type throwback, which is fine. But like, it's not good. Like, give, I'm hoping it gets better. We got to give it three two, episodes. Two more episodes. I got two more episodes. So and finish this up, Blake. What do we got from Professor Number One? All right, I'm trying to. I've been, I've been trying to finish this up in ten minutes. <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I, I'm talking about throwback movies, and we had to talk about because right. Jason knows all about this when he reads it yes. off his phone. <laughs> but you, you, you have it all memorized. <laughs> it's like seared into your brain. I watch a lot of <laughs> shit. <laughs> this gummy's lifesaver doesn't have a hole in it. Sorry. That's what she said. Uh, <laughs> squeeze it, and then the hole will show. That's what she said. <laughs> nope. Anyways, go ahead. <laughs> I was going to make it really no, no, no. bad joke. We're not editing. <laughs> we hit our editing quota for but the year. I like your wife too much. Okay. Oh. Now I think we need to edit that comment. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I don't want anyone to know who like, likes say? my wife. Hold on. Let me rephrase it. I respect her. Okay. <laughs> Professor number one at doctor number one. Is Chris Rock a baldist? <laughs> yes. You well, know who else is? Uh, Will Smith. He made a joke about bald people. <laughs> he did. Back and then said, on the Arsenio Hall show. Yeah. And then said, come on, it's just a joke, as his defense for the bad joke. 
And to his defense, after he slapped him, he said, "Come on, I just—it's just a slap. Come on, it's just a slap. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't punch him." Well, yeah. Do, do you know why Will Smith's like this? It's because he was picked on on the playground. Well, I was going to say because his dad wasn't there for him. It's true. In uh, the show, but you would think Uncle Phil will have taught him better. I mean, Uncle Phil hugged him. <laughs> he did. He did hug him. You, you are know, my son. Th- that was a pretty moving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It uh, was, and, and kind of off the cuff, they said. But he probably learned violence <laughs> from cuff. A, he probably learned. Uh, I don't get it. Uh, he probably learned violence from Uncle Phil because he kept throwing Jazzy Jeff out. My favorite story on that is that you'll see that he he wore the same shirt every time he got thrown out. Did he? Yes. Oh, they just repeated the because. Like, the first couple of takes, it took, like, 30 takes for him to do it. Yeah. And then, really, like, they're, he's got to jump, and they do it. And so he's landing on the little mat that's in the hall. But he got bruised up so bad. They're like, we're going to do this. He's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, I, I'm i not going to be thrown again. So they just, he'd wear the same shirt. They, they did, and they just cut to the. <laughs> the so at any time they were going to throw him, he had to be wearing the same, same shirt. Same shirt. <laughs> well, we got something exciting this week. We haven't done this in a long time. Eat some uh, Milo Top Reese's? Yeah, I'm waiting for that to be open. I've been staring at them for, oh, an hour now. Well, let's do it. Okay, so we are eating the Reese's Marshmallow Top things. They smell good. That's because they smell like Reese's Cups. Do love Reese's Cups. I should put them in the fridge. Mm. No, no, I, I like them room temperature. Mm, no. They, oh, God, I'm yes. I'm cold. No, because the cold mutes the flavor. Really, don't taste the marshmallow. A All little I bit. Smells peanut butter. I taste the peanut butter. It's just a little bit vanilla flavor. Like, hmm. Behind it, yeah, you get a little bit of the little marshmallow bit. flavor behind it, but the peanut butter is kind of the overpowering dominant flavor. Yeah. Very dominant peanut butter. Yeah, it's fine. I'm gonna turn it upside down so that part will actually. Be what touches the tongue. Okay. It's a Reese's. Yeah. I'm not too impressed. I mean, it's still good, but because it's a Reese's. I need a gummy lightsaber to get out of that. <laughs> I can't have chocolate in my mouth, like, after a while. I'm not a huge chocolate fan to begin with, except Reese's. But That's what you just ate. Yeah, but I can't have it <laughs> lingering in my mouth. Oh, God. Mm. That's why I need it cold. I'm not too impressed. It's fine. Jim? Anything? I like regular Reese's Cups better. The marshmallow flavoring that you do get. Mm-hmm. Doesn't add much. Mm-mm. No, uh, even the, the hint when you can find it, it does. yeah, I think it's it, more It tastes like a cheap white chocolate. Yeah, that might be a good. That might be good. <coughs> okay. Although I always think the Reese, Reese miniatures have the better peanut butter to chocolate ratio. I don't like those. I don't like those at all. They're the best. Because these are like... Mostly peanut butter with a little bit of chocolate. I like it when it's closer to a 50-50 mix. So, there you go, Blake. Sorry to disappoint you. Mm. Uh, have some garlic parmesan. Oh, I'm not complaining. I like the peanut butter. Yeah, I like peanut butter. Uh, we had a new. We have a category we haven't had in like 200 episodes. If Doug <laughs> was here, he would be able to tell us. Rank them! I guess it's a rank them. Dana Gardens! Is it really a rank them? Well, they're saying it is, so we're doing it. I found this on Twitter from Jim Vahavodo. So, Hobie, list your favorite non-Batman movie starring an actor who played Batman. First off, if you're in Cincinnati, go to Dana Gardens. They have the best bartenders around. 
we have Michael Keaton, Val Kilmer, George Clooney, Christian Bale, Ben Affleck, and Robert Pattinson. So, your favorite non-Batman movie starring an actor who played Batman. Yeah. I did some research on this one. We'll start with Michael Keaton. Jim, you go last, <laughs> since you're looking it up now. Jeff. Michael what is Keaton? your Yes, Michael Keaton. Birdman. Oh, okay. Uh, Blake? Mr. Mom. Mr. Mom was a close second for me. I had Spider-Man colon Homecoming when he played a Birdman, Fulcher, in it. Uh, I thought that was a really good role for him. He was great in it, yeah. I will agree. Are we recording? Yes, we are recording. <laughs> and and Blake mentioning Mr. Mom, I just have to point out that one of those Mr. Mom actors alum is one of the uh, main uh, members of uh, Critical Role. M- cool. Martin Mall. No. Oh. Talison Jaffe played the five-year-old kid. With really? The oh, wow. Uh, Martin Mull's in it. I was going to say, he's in Clue. <laughs> yeah, he is. Uh, can I share the mustache off? What do you got, Jim? What's your favorite? I will go with The Other Guys. The Other Guys? Which one is that? That is... The one about the other guys? Gotcha. Not Thank about you. these guys. The Other Guys. The Other uh, Guys. The Cops, Will Ferrell. And... Oh, yeah. He played the captain. Okay. Next is Val Kilmer. Island Dr. Moreau, anybody? <laughs> <laughs> I know that's not even your answer. <laughs> there's one, one answer for there's this. one answer for this. Tombstone. Tombstone. Or real genius. <laughs> or top secret. Oh, top secret oh, would be a good one yes. too. Tombstone. Is that yours? So good. Or the doors. Eh. I had to hobie that shit. Yeah, so you did all, all them? They're all there. Okay. Top, top secret, very underrated movie. I yeah. think Real Genius is underrated, too. I haven't seen that in a long time. But that is not the right Mel answer. Torme. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'll be a potato. <laughs> Jeff, you're so drunk, you're seeing two of me. I know sure. a little German. Got He's one sitting for both. over there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got one for both of you. It's uh, the Anal Intruder 2000. <laughs> I forgot. Unfortunately, I did not know. We are on 220 <laughs> electricity here. Uh, George Clooney. <laughs> this is a tough one. Is oh, brother, one? where art thou? I had to think about it. Oh, yeah, that was good because I went with Mothman Prophecies. I didn't know he That's was Richard in that. That's Richard Gere. I know. <laughs> you didn't so, go with Tomorrowland? <laughs> oh, it was a close tenth. Um, let's see. I did Ocean's Eleven because I really enjoy that film. I, I get Shaw. I get Shawshanked into that one, uh, and I tied it. I hope he did with Up in the Air uh, when he goes around uh, laying people off. That's his job. I have, really I good. Seen that one. That's one of my favorites. Uh, not as good as Mothman Prophecies. <laughs> Uh, what do you got, Jim? I am going to go with uh, where is it? Uh, Chicago Hope. No, the Fantastic Mr. Fox. Oh, Ooh, that was a good one. Okay. Uh, we got Christian Bale. Uh, go ahead, Jeff. What? Inception. Was Christian Bale in Inception? American Psycho? Was he? What's Inception? Newsies? No. Joseph Gordon-Levitt <laughs> and Leo. Yeah. Never mind. Never mind. Not Christian Bale. Oh, geez. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. I'm like, go ahead. It's like I kind of actually and had Leonardo to... DiCaprio. Yes. <laughs> Titanic is my favorite Christian Bale uh, film. Th- th- this one I did, Hobie. I okay. had two, and I couldn't decide. Uh, okay. Um, it was between The Big Short. Okay. And I guess 
another Christopher Nolan movie, mm-hmm. The Prestige. That was mine, is The Prestige, The Magician. Now that he played. Uh, Jim, what you got? I would go with The Prestige, but mm-hmm. I also think it props for The Fighter oh. and uh, American Hustle. Okay. He, he, he had the exact opposite body types in those two movies. Yeah. Well, not as well, not like the machinist. Yeah. Well, the machinist and uh, Vice. <laughs> oh yeah, well, my, my, he had to gain weight for uh, uh, Batman. My my well, no, for, no, for, for American Hustle, Hustle, but not as much weight as he gained for Vice. Vice. The yeah. machinist, he was down to what like ninety pounds, yeah. and then he did Batman right after that. They said, mm-hmm. and he, they and his doctor said never do that again. Like go from one extreme to the other because he was down to like one thirty or one some of that from uh, the fighter when he was playing the yeah the druggy alleged. Well, my my uh, no no, there's no legend <laughs> about that. It, my Christian Bale one, his body type can't be topped. Okay, I'm going the deep cut. Empire of the Sun. Oh, I was say newsies. Newsies. Uh, ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. Affleck. He was the toughest one to pick. He has a lot of good ones. No, he doesn't Sorry. have that many good ones. <laughs> it was either Geely. I was thinking of what Kevin Smith movie was I going yes. to pick, but then yeah. I decided. Even though I didn't particularly think Ben was good in the movie, I picked Goodwill Hunting. Okay. I have GWH written down. We don't get that franchise universe. Uh I got Chasing Amy. Chasing Amy, one of my favorite yeah. films of all time. Yeah, if you're going with the Kevin movie, yeah. Yeah. Uh well this is favorite, right? And if not, That's fine, I'm going Daredevil. I really go. love Daredevil. There you go. Okay. Uh Jim? Uh Gone Girl, The Town. Eh. Um or uh, the last duel, uh, not extract. Um, <laughs> extract. There was one I'm trying abstract. to find. Argo. Affleck. No, Argo. Mallrats. A dick from Fashionable Male. No. <laughs> Back of a Volkswagen. Okay. It's not Pearl Harbor. No, oh, Pearl Harbor. <laughs> Is it the Revenge of Bob? Silent Bob and. <laughs> oh, James Silent uh, Bob, Bob Strike Back. Yeah. Boiler Room. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Boiler Room was good. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Robert Pattinson. This is the most difficult one. I've never <laughs> only seen one Robert Pattinson. Two. Twilight. And I was on a plane to Seattle and I was stuck <laughs> and I wanted to jump out of the plane. And two, the other one that I watched with my wife. Batman. Oh. Water for Elephants. So that's my oh. number one. I'm about to say it should be the easy one to pick because you only had two to pick from. Yeah, that's true. That is true. It was not going to be Twilight. No. And I still want to see The Lighthouse, but I have not seen it, so I couldn't pick it. So, so you pick? I picked Tenet. Never seen Tenet. Uh, what about you? Yeah, it was close between Tenet and Lighthouse, but yeah, I went Tenet. Uh, Jim? I'll, go, I'll just be different. I'll say The King. Okay. Did you see it? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, Water for Elephants gets a prop there. Never going to happen again. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Is, uh, that, is that better than like Water for Chocolate? I like like Water for Chocolate. And then, yeah, Harry, oh, which one's better? Water for Chocolate. Oh. That, then Harry Potter. Uh, the, yeah, he was in one of them. No, was that there? was the worst Harry Potter movie of the <laughs> franchise. That he Order of the in. Phoenix. But he wasn't. Well, he was in. Uh, he didn't even make it to the Order of the no, Phoenix. Was he tri- was dead before that. It was then. a try. It was the uh, Goblet of Fire. Goblet of Fire. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Goblet of Fire. Unless was he in earlier ones, or they? they he just, might have been in. Like, they showed him before. Like, but, like introduces mm-hmm. character. When I looked online, it was only Goblet of Fire. Okay. okay, it was only Goblet. 
the HP universe, which actually has a universe as opposed to some of the other ones. Not as good as the ROTN universe, though. Um, I wonder which one has more. American Pie has to have more. Yeah, American Pie has more. Oh, yeah, because they, I think they've got... Beta House. they got three American Pies, and then or is American Wedding the third one? The American Wedding. So three of... Well, American Pie, American Pie 2, American Wedding, plus there's at least American four, Reunion. Oh, yeah, American Reunion of the main... Beta Star House, House, Naked Mile. Yeah. And uh, there's at least four American Pie Presents movies. Yeah. Oh, God. With Eugene Levy as the only fact. I just need... They, they backed up a dump truck of money. I'm only human. <laughs> it's okay, Eugene. We'll let you go. You got and, it. You'd figure God. they'd at least get Stifler's mom to show up. Jen yeah, Williams really. will take a bu- dump truck of money. I mean, what's going to say a bullet for him? <laughs> wasn't that one of the straight-to-video American Pie presents yes. Stifler's mom? Yes. <laughs> they, that was on AV. Never mind. <laughs> it, it, it ruined Eugene Lovey's career. He hasn't yeah. done anything good since then. That's true. But thank That's God true. Shit's Creek came along. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was hinting yeah, at. Yeah, okay. <laughs> the, only, the only reason that was any good is because his son was in it. Jeff, give me some news of the geek. News of the geek. How per, pretty good. Per comic book movie. We've heard this before several times, but a reboot of The Crow is now in development and has actually been in pre-production for quite a while. That's not good if it's in pre-production for a long time. Cameras are scheduled to roll in June. Don't believe it. Hollywood Reporter reports that IT actor Bill Skarsgård will take on the lead role of Eric Draven with Snow White and the Huntsman and Ghost in the Shell director Rupert Sanders behind the camera. That's not good. So they're getting Pennywise to play uh, Eric Draven? He's actually, that's the face paint he's going to use, the Pennywise. <laughs> Kristen Stewart's director. Oh. Uh, the, you uh, mean Kristen Stewart's, uh, 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 what do you call it? X? Yeah, I get. I was going to say, it, it, like, she wasn't cheating. Robert Pattinson's home record. Fling? <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, Kristen Stewart's fling, that, the home she wrecked. <laughs> yeah. Takes two to tango. James O'Barr's iconic comic series focused on a man named Eric Draven, who, along with his fiance, is brutally murdered by a gang of thugs. One year later, he is resurrected by a mystical force in the form of a crow, sets out to exact his vengeance. You know what would be better? Uh, anything? Is if the in the, the remake here, the the crow resurrects both him and his uh, fiance. That's fine. You know what would be better than but this? One can only live during the day, and the only other can only live at night. They can never be together. That's Trademark Lady that Hawk. shit. Trademark. Oh, <laughs> trademark it. It's already been done. No, 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 no. It hasn't. Trademark it. Trade- <laughs> Until an eclipse happens. <laughs> trademark it. TM. Thank you. And Ferris Bueller's there to save the day. <laughs> Multiple filmmakers. That, you know what would be better, Jeff? The original, The Crow. Oh, just watch that. <laughs> Multiple filmmakers yeah. have attempted to get a retelling this gothic tale off the ground, and while some fans will surely be overjoyed, no. No, fans won't be. No. no. Uh, the news may not be met with a more tic- particularly enthusiastic response from everyone. Many feel Alex Proya's 1994 take on the material starring the late Brandon Lee did a perfect job of adapting the story and should be left alone. Uh, Jason Momoa was attached at one time. Uh, no. Peter, St- Peter Skarsgård was attached at one time, I think. Uh <laughs> Let's see who else. Look, uh, the, Army Hammer. Is he the Northman? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> is it Peter Sarsgaard that's in the Northman or Skarsgaard? <laughs> Skarsgaard. <laughs> is it a Sarsgaard or a Skarsgaard? No, They're the same. They aren't the same. That's Eddard Stark. 
What? Starksguard. <laughs> Ned Beatty? No, Starksguard. Oh, who was Starksguard? They did a poor job. In Game of Thrones? Yes. Oh, I'm shocked. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, well, you know what? They're never going to be able to top the uh, soundtrack from the original. Oh, yeah. Movie. They were talking Game of Thrones. Maybe they'll just no, I'm use talking about the same yeah, soundtrack. It's one of the best soundtracks ever. Yes, some it gold, is. Some Gold Dust Woman. Can't rain all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when he's getting... The makeup on, and he's in the mirror, and he's about ready to go out and seek I'm his revenge. The cure. The no, no, not that. Was not. It was the cure. That was the cure. Track. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, that is. <laughs> and when it just starts, well, he getting, wrote. He wrote a lot of this crow to while listening to the, the cure, cure music. When he's sitting there with that, that is one of my favorite scenes in all cinema. It is Love pretty it. cool. Yeah, just because the music hits and. Yeah. And then when he came like down from the ceiling to the wrestling ring, that was my favorite part. Get out. Uh, let's see here. Oh, wait. Spoilers, maybe? The Northmen may not be doing too well lately uh, because... <laughs> so they've plastered New York City with all these posters on their subway cars. And uh, I guess poster not only on the cars, but on the posters on the wall, too. And it says... It has all the stars in the Northmen on this poster. It says, Conquer Your Fate, April 22nd, only in theaters, from the acclaimed director Robert Eggers, written by so-and-so, directed by Robert Eggers. And unfortunately, uh, they forgot to put the title of the movie on it. (laughs) So they never put the Northmen on the title. Um, Yeah. So if you're going to see it, you think Conquer Your Fate is the film. But well, great job marketing. Hopefully the employees at the New York... Uh, Subway? No, oh. uh, theaters will realize when people ask for tickets for Conquer Your Fate, they will send them to the Northmen. They're going to send them in for Clifford, <laughs> the big red dog. Hopefully they, they, they warn them ahead of time, because when I was at the theater, they didn't warn us uh. that people would come in to ask to see Medea when the name of the movie was <laughs> Diary, Diary of a Mad Black Woman. Why don't they incentivize uh, graffiti artists to go paint the Northmen on all the posters? Oh, that would be cool. In New York. Uh, they're going to call it the Dickman. They're going to call it everything else but the Northmen. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Keep that fucking name out of your mouth. Off your poster now. Uh, let's see here. Uh, also, when people had trouble finding the the times or the theater to watch uh, the Divine Secrets of the Yaya Sisterhood, Yaya, because all they wanted to see was Yaya, and they couldn't figure out the Divine Secrets. <laughs> was, <You> know, <laughs> just, just call Kramer's movie information hotline. <laughs> Why don't you tell me the name of the movie? <laughs> uh, After a day, we had to go through and edit all the things just so they would look for Yaya instead of the Divine Secrets. No, they should not be deserving of that. Um, it was more for us than oh. them. <laughs> per The Guardian, the $2 billion Hollywood film franchise Jumanji is coming to the real world. And a global deal to open themed attractions, rides, hotel rooms, and retail outlets across Europe and North America. Struck uh, as a deal struck between Sony Pictures Entertainment and UK headquartered Merlin Entertainment will involve the development of Jumanji-themed lands at theme parks to bring in life... Oh, bring to life the films that have starred Robin Williams, Kirsten Dunst, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, all that stuff. Uh, let's see here. Um, the Merlin, Europe's largest theme park operator and second biggest global, globally, runs more than 135 attractions in 24 countries, including Legoland, Peppa Pig World, Sea Life, The London Eye, Cadbury World, what the hell's that? and the Bear, Bear Grylls Adventure. Yeah, the Bear Grylls adventure. 
Ooh, uh, I don't see. think I need to go to that theme park. <laughs> the first try, try to survive on this island for a day. Uh, everything's poisonous. Yeah, everything's poisonous <laughs> and stings. Uh, our, it's been zero days since our last accident. <laughs> uh, the first experience based on the franchise, uh, the adventure, Jumanji the Adventure, will open next month at Merlin's Garden, Gardaland Resort in Italy. Italy! Described as a dark ride for adventure lovers. So all you know about Italy is Mario. Yes. Okay. It's me, Mario. (laughs) Maybe the alligator ate your baby. I know that they switched sides during a war. Oh, we weren't on that side. They didn't really switch. They just got beaten and gave up. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of like all of our live stories. (laughs) Uh, Let's see here. Uh, It also coincides with the launch of Jumanji-themed hotel bedrooms at the resort. Uh, I did see some of the pictures. It's a good idea, in all honesty. It's a nice IP that... Didn't those, weren't those hotel bedrooms, weren't they down at the Wildwood Inn? Northern <laughs> Kentucky. <laughs> so there's, a, there's an interesting hotel around us um, in Kentucky, and it was basically themed rooms, like a caveman room, ice, uh, ice room, or ice age room. Valentine's room. Yeah, and they're like... Over the top, gaudy. Can you imagine being the maid having to go to clean the Valentine's oh. room? <laughs> Any of those Any rooms. Of those rooms. <laughs> I wonder if that place is still open. I think it is. Oh my. Book. Looks like you got a birthday trip with your, with your wife. Ah. <laughs> right, we're going to draw straws. Who gets Remember, the Jason, at one room. time you were the guy who was all for hotel sex. Uh, <laughs> now, is this a hotel or a motel? <laughs> Welcome back to the Wildwood Hotel. Oh, that's from St. Louis. That's the wrong one. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong one. Wrong one. Uh, anyways, uh, so there you go. Uh, we'll hit the next one next week. The next, uh, what did I hear about St. Oh, Louis? It was Louisville. Louisville Hotel, uh, where you can bring your plants with you. What? Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure it was an April Fool's Day, because it was on April Fool's Day on the radio. They were talking about it, and the person was like, I think this is real. And I was like, that can't be real. But there was a whole thing yeah. about, oh, you hear you got pet friendly. Well, your uh, plants are the new pets. And it's like, oh, this is. Oh, I think they got rid of the themed rooms. April 1st, the only day people actually question what they read on the <laughs> internet. No, well, the, the things, that hotel April still... 2nd, when you can start trusting everything you read on the internet yeah. again. You know, that uh, that hotel there in northern Kentucky, they still even had the old-fashioned vibrating beds. You can oh, still God. put quarters into the <laughs> machines. Yes. It's rated three out of five. Yeah. They don't have all themed rooms, though. But do they have any theme room? Uh, yeah, they do. Okay, they do. I thought you just said they were, didn't have No, anything. it looks like... Uh, they kind of t- went tame on it. It looks like a 1970s like rooms or 1980s rooms. It's kind of like in Plain Strings Automobiles when uh, they... So they got wood paneling? Yeah, the wood paneling rooms. <laughs> I'm trying to find they, their... Uh, they had to close down the medieval torture room. <laughs> hey, they have arcade and... <laughs> They have arcade. Let's oh, go. Wow. Remember when that was a thing that hotels had arcades? Okay, Man. so. Okay, here, here are the rooms. Yep, yeah, uh, you got it now? You have the Happy Days theme suite. <laughs> <laughs> with if one king size bed, room, jacuzzi. If you can't get it on in the Happy Days room. Does it look like it's a smoking room? <laughs> uh, and Does it look like Fonzie's apartment above you, the garage? You can't get in. It's like an escape room. You can't get into the Happy Days room until you build a motorcycle blindfolded like he did. <laughs> then there's a standard king room. It's a king bed. The king room, Cupid theme. 
non-smoking. <laughs> oh, thank God. Uh, standard room. <laughs> king heart spa room with one king-size bed and a heart-shaped jacuzzi. Jacuzzi. Poolside room with one king bed. Uh, There's a safari hut-themed room, Jim. The queen room happy days theme. They're really going into that, uh, yeah. leaning into that happy day. The safari yeah. theme, those are the buildings that are off, uh, off the outside. <laughs> the Mrs. Mrs. Cunningham. Safari hut themed Wait, room what? with one king size bedroom, jacuzzi, smoking. The <laughs> what, the western themed suite. Hey, baby! Westworld! Yeah! <laughs> That's not going to end well. <laughs> Check rates for the western theme. If, uh, let's see if I want to go there to five rooms. <laughs> when you said check rates, I thought you were telling us that there was a theme about the Czech Republic or something. Oh, that would be hot. <laughs> I'm checking if they're available tomorrow. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Um, let's see here. They are. Let's see if they got some openings. You got tomorrow, you said? Uh-huh. Uh, let's see here. Well, reserve a room. And I can't. Even, they don't even have a website. Uh, they have a poolside room available. And uh, economy double room. I don't know if I want the economy double room at the Wildwood. That could be scary. Uh, they have the King Heart Spa room. Jimmy, you want to go in this weekend, this Saturday, Sunday? Now, now this is a motel, right? Oh, the Safari Hut. This is a place where Jason won't stay anyway. Well, I will now if it's a Safari Hut. Oh, that carpet looks like it's from, like, bad office. Uh-huh. Like it's been in the office, like an office room. The Safari Hut room is available, Jim. That is $230. Dear God. A night? <laughs> yes. Oh, it was always overpriced. Okay, the best part is it literally has a bamboo bed, a couple um, non-PC things like up on the walls, like shields and that, and like a bearskin rug. <laughs> like, that's it. It's a bed full well, of big part, leaves. They're, they're like, like, they're shaped big like huts leaves. that are out back. It looks bad. <laughs> Does it come with palm frond waivers to keep you cool? It may. As a bath, the bath people from yeah. coming to America. Yeah. It's actually up in a tree. I mean, that is a really bad room for two fifty a night. Like that's not even a very good themed room. Even the TV looks bad. It has the speakers on the side. There you go. Okay, what do you got for box office news, Jim? Jeff, whoever name is. Oh, if you want to Can't come to Cincinnati, get... please get a room at the Wildwood Inn. Since, since, oh. uh, September 23rd through 25th, you can get one at the Wildwood Inn when you're staying for the Cincinnati Comic Expo. William Shatner is going to be there. Hobie will be there. <laughs> they have a Star Trek room. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they can put William Shatner up at the Wildwood Inn. Well, they, have, they have the Next Generation room, but that doesn't do as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that only got a 1.2 stars. <laughs> you got to sleep on a giant Rubik's Cube, and it's just not going over. Pretty well. Uh, they have a captain's chair. That's your bed. Uh, yeah, September 23rd through 25th. Get your tickets now. It's inside Comic Expo. Yeah, Anytime someone walks to the, past the door, it goes, shh, shh. No, you make, you make your own shh, shh sound effects. <laughs> I was going to say, they just have a creepy guy there. <laughs> but the problem is, anytime someone walks by, it opens up. <laughs> uh, sir, could you leave? I'm trying to make love to my wife. <laughs> Seriously. Seriously, sir. <laughs> Prepare to be assimilated. <laughs> Is there somebody in the walls? <laughs> Leave Bruno alone. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. Who the hell are you? I'm giving her all she's got, Captain. <laughs> Make it so, number two. Engage. <laughs> number one. 
Wow. <laughs> She's got red on. Shoot her. We're having way too much fun for this. Uh, so for anybody who knows, we actually do know a decent amount about Star Trek Next Generation. <laughs> do we? I've seen a lot of episodes. I just want to start from the beginning. Oh. It's bad. <laughs> oh, yeah. The, uh, they say it gets better in the second season. No, they said the seventh season. Oh. <laughs> I thought it was pretty much once they killed off Tasha Yar, it got good. Oh, spoilers. When I catch up, I'm going to be upset by that. <laughs> I'm d- 800 episodes behind. Um, what, are you watching Supernatural? Yes. <laughs> Jeff, that's like saying one of our po- the original Hobie podca- uh, podcast people on here got killed. Don't tell them. Let them get it to themselves. Oh, I thought we'd stop talking about that. I'm sorry. Sorry. <laughs> well, the lawyers told us to. <laughs> sorry. My bad. Oh, the dip, man. Episode zero. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair. <laughs> turned out to snuff film. <laughs> Eight millimeter. We were very inspired by eight millimeter. <laughs> Nicholas Cage, Joaquin Phoenix. Can't go wrong with those guys. Waka waka waka. Phoenix. Waka waka waka. Waka waka Phoenix. <laughs> Can we go to box office news? Sure. Box office news report from April 1st through April 3rd of the year 2022. <clears throat> Number one. The Larch. I mean, <laughs> Morbius made $39 million in its opening weekend on a $75 million budget. So a pretty light week at the movies. It, it almost got half its budget back. No, number one got $39 million. Well, yeah. Pretty light week at the theaters. <laughs> but it almost got half its budget back. That's the question. Terrible reviews for Morbius coming out. Will it make its budget back? Will in, it hit in the at least the American? Uh, will it hit fifteen million next week? Ooh, that's. Uh, I'm gonna go over fifteen million. Over. Okay. I think I will say it will at least get fifteen. Okay. Or close to, if not. It's getting horrible points. reviews. Yeah. It One is. One dollar. One dollar. Okay. This is not prices right rules. No. Two dollars. <laughs> I'm going two dollars. Damn it. You had to wait to be last. Oh. <laughs> I like when the first person, one dollar. <laughs> Everyone else is two, three, and four. That's it. That's all it is. You know, one, I think my favorite one, one dollar, one cent. Like the guy one time like bet eight hundred dollars and the next person said seven ninety nine. And then seven ninety nine was the exact price. Oh. <laughs> it was seven dollars and ninety nine cents though. Uh, what else we got? Uh, number two, we've got The Lost City. Fuck this movie. $14.8 million, a total of $54.6 million on a budget of $68 million. Fuck you. Man, so The Lost City will sweetheart. probably make its money back. You're and awfully... It, uh, and it doesn't actually look that bad. I'm it sorry, looks horrible. And she's it's in, no dog. And she isn't blindfolded for the whole fucking movie. <laughs> yes, with kids, isn't it? And she's not on a bus. That's true. Going fast. Uh, dog is now available on TV uh, on demand. For nineteen ninety nine, at number three we have the Batman, 19, <laughs> making another ten point eight million, a total of three hundred and forty nine million dollars on a two hundred million dollar budget. Two weeks from two two weeks or thirteen days from today, I get to watch this on HBO Max. Won't be oh. as good as the theater. I know, but now I'm like, well, now I'm in the end game, right? It'll, Thirteen days left. It'll probably end up like sucking on the small screen. That's yeah, fine. Kind of like the doors. But I don't have to leave my house, so that's a positive. 
I remember watching The Doors on the big screen, thought it was a great movie, then watched it when it came out on video and thought, I liked this piece of <laughs> shit. <laughs> I think I, I saw it on I, like IMAX. I didn't see it at IMAX. IMAX didn't exist when uh, I saw it. Or it was whatever the one that was down at the museum center. Oh, the Omnimax? The Omnimax. Did they? Oh, I didn't know they did uh-huh. that in there. So you saw Meg Ryan's nipple bigger. <laughs> On a big, uh, rounded screen. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Coming in at number four, Uncharted made $3.6 million, a total of $138.9 million. <laughs> On a $120 million budget. I want to see it. Well, fuck this I'd movie. rather see The Lost City. I'd rather see The Lost City. I'd rather learn to play Uncharted. <laughs> <laughs> I think you already have. No, I've never You've played You've never it. played Uncharted? Yeah, me either. I think when I got my PlayStation 2, it was the Uncharted uh, edition where oh. it came with the game. In Vines? That was 107 years Did ago. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think the PS2 is that old. 105. Did it come with a pith helmet? It did not. Oh. Well, I'll skip. And number five, Jujutsu Kaisen Zero colon The Movie made another $2 million for a total of $30 million on an unknown budget. Good for that. I like unknown budgets. It's made like $6 billion worldwide. Well, it's because people elsewhere like it much better than Americans. Yep. What's upcoming, Jeff? It's anime is still a little, uh, what do you call it? Uh, popular? Not as popular in the U.S. as other places. It's still very niche. It's because of Cowboy Bebop, the live action. No, the only reason it's really popular with is with uh, people who have OnlyFans pages. Oh. <laughs> nice. Upcoming, April and, 8th. And girls with pink hair. Yeah. Of 2022. Who have OnlyFans pages. Sonic the Hedgehog 2. I kind of want to see this. When the manic Dr. Robotnik returns to Earth with a new ally, Knuckles, the uh, Echidna. Echidna, Sonic, and his new friend Tails is all that stands in their way. I'm interested. I like the first one enough. I'm eh. going to predict it. I'm going to ruin the movie right yeah. now. Knuckles turns good by the end. Mm. Of course, according to my five-year-old, it's Freckles and not Knuckles. Because <laughs> he's yeah. like, Dad, are we seeing Sonic this weekend? And I was like, maybe. We might go see it. Uh, that's her plan. And uh, she's, he's like, Mom, they have Tails, Sonic, and Freckles. And I was like, it's not Freckles, but I like that name, so we're going to go with it from now on. <laughs> Freckles is now, Knuckles is now Freckles in our house. Oh, you should change Skittles' name to Freckles. Ooh. Uh, that's right. I call her every other name besides Skittles. <laughs> oh, damn. Dog. Also coming out, Ambulance. Ugh, if I see another fucking trailer to this film, it looks gr- fine. But are you no, kidding it me? Terrible. It looks horrible. Okay, here, here, I'm trying to be nice. Here's the in-depth uh, oh, review of it. Please. Two robbers steal an ambulance after their heist goes awry. That's in-depth. It's a good synopsis there. Is that the same people that made the Northman poster? Yeah. And hilarities ensue. Yes. And hilarity ensues. You are my brother. I will get you home. I promised you. Oh, Jesus. Shut the fuck up, Last of the Mohican. Yeah, this was a trailer before we saw the Batman, I think. The Batman. And, oh, it looked so bad. It's on every fucking thing now, the trailer. Uh, What else we got? Unfortunately. We've got everything, everywhere, all at once. An aging Chinese immigrant is swept up in an insane adventure 
where she alone can save the world by exploring other universes, connecting with the lives she could have led. Oh, the EEAAO universe. I love this. Well, I thought it was a new Marvel. Kind of cool. That was a new Marvel. It is. Multiverse. It is. The E-E-A-A-O. E-E-A-A-O. E-I-E-I-O. Universe. Who's in it? It's Michelle Yao. Okay. Oh, I like her. Yeah. Stephanie Su. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ki Hua Kwan. Is this a foreign film? <laughs> James Hong. Oh, J- James Hong is good. Yeah, Jamie Lee well. Curtis. Oh. Tally Metal. Jenny Slate. Jenny Slate. Trying to the name sounds familiar. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Uh, Harry Shum Jr. He was from Glee. Biff Whiff. Oh, Biff Whiff. <laughs> now that's the best name ever. <laughs> What's the, There's a picture of Biff Whiff. He looks like a Biff Whiff. <laughs> Long beard. Oh, he is a Biff Whiff. Biff. Jeff, change your name to Biff Whiff from now on. I can't. Someone already has it. Uh, Biff Cliff. How about, how about Jeff Beth? That doesn't have it. Beth, no. Jeff. Beth Jeff. <laughs> okay. You know what? I, I will say the trailer at the Batman that I saw. The Nicolas Cage movie coming out. Yes. With... Um, What's his name? Nicholas uh, Cage. No, not Nicholas Cage. <laughs> I think he is in the movie. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Uh, Nicholas Cage, Cage movie starring George Clooney. Uh, <laughs> not start. Nicholas Cage isn't in it. No, no, no. That was Richard Gere. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. My bad. No, and uh, Mandalorian. Mandalorian? Uh, what's his name? Uh, Pablo. Pedro. Pa- pa- Pedro Pascal. Pascal. Yeah. yeah you know, right. I'll tell you what. That actually looks pretty good. Is that the one he becomes a super uh, an action hero? No, that's where the uh, he gets invited to this party of this a big fan, and it turns out the big fan is actually like a giant uh, cartel king. Oh, and they okay. recruit the him one. to yes. be a, uh, an FBI CIA agent, informant yeah. agent to go get him. That actually yeah. looks kind of good. He quote unquote plays himself. Yes, yeah. kind of like Chuck Berry did in his. Uh, CIA movie. <laughs> you know, Bar- the Gong Barris. Show. Chuck, the Gong Show? Chuck Barris, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Chuck Berry is a completely different person. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> Chuck Barris, I'm sorry. Uh, top five this week. Give me a top five music. Da-dum, ba-dum, bump, bump. Top five, top five, top five, top five, top five, top five, top five. Ooh, yeah. Top five. Top five favorite wrestling moments. Blake, do your own top five. No, I did a wrestling one. Oh, okay. Fuck you. Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. Blake, you go first. What's your fucking number five? I'm not taking any of mine. You know, uh, my uh, number five was that, you know, that one where Vince McMahon f- fucked everything up. Yeah, that was cool. I hate you. I hated that one. <laughs> I'm hating Blake right now. Go ahead. Number five. <laughs> number five for me. Is every time Ralphus led Chris Jericho to the ring. Jericho talks about this a little bit that he Ralphus was just like a, a truck driver, like for the WCW yeah. at the time, and like he kept showing up, and he's like he kind of became like a like a sidekick that I didn't want after a while because he's like yeah. he, he was, thought it was funny the first time he was going to do it. Yeah, so they did it a couple of times, and then Ralph was like. Showing up before every show, like, all right, boss, what are we doing today? Yes. <laughs> and when he went to WWE, he's like, "You getting me on for WWE?" He's like, 
No, you're the WCW truck driver. I'm leaving. <laughs> no, you're not coming with me. But uh, he did get him paid $500 per appearance. Because yeah. after like a couple weeks, he's like, uh, Eric Bischoff, who was running WCW, he's like, he shows up everywhere. Can you at least give him some extra money? He's like, yeah, we can do 500 bucks. That's fine. But yeah, he would show up everywhere. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, number five for me is... Uh, uh, Hart versus Austin, WrestleMania 13. What I was talking about earlier, when the double turn, when uh, Bret Hart became a villain, Ken Shamrock was guest referee. Very good match. Love that match. Uh, go ahead. Number My number five, it's Kulak versus Ironside. It's a match from the late 90s. Both wrestlers were undefeated. Uh, Kulak had 11 pins and 11 matches, and then Ironside ended up pinning him. Or not Penny got a, a uh, two more points to beat him in the last twelve seconds. Everyone's a smart ass, okay? <laughs> collegiate? That is collegiate. No, no, yeah. that that it, yeah, that is collegiate. Okay. <laughs> What's your number four, asshole? <laughs> My number four is Nick Ackerman captures the NC two A Division Three <laughs> National Championship in two thousand one. Ackerman, who lost his legs during a, a, a childhood illness, uh, wrestled again without legs. When he won the championship, he he came out and said, "Don't call me disabled. Call me a national champion." Okay. Well, that was a good one. <laughs> Inspiring. That was my honorable mention. Okay. Uh, number four for me is the um, Austin, Kurt Angle, both of them. Austin comes out with the beer truck and spray, sprays the whole McMahon clan. And then month, or years later, Kurt Angle comes out with the, the milk, milk truck <laughs> and sprays Steve Austin and the rest of the guys out there. Great ones. Um, I would just love to be in that front row of the when they, he brought the beer truck out. Like how like how splattered with beer would you be? But yeah, one of my favorite moments. Uh, number four for you, Jeff. Number four for me was when uh, Chris the Lionheart Jericho made his heel turn. Oh, which time? The Every first. Time. Oh, okay. No, the, the first time, you know, when he was the Lionheart, yep. and you know he was mildly successful. But well, really wasn't going to go anywhere. And then he just started whining. Started whining, and then would come back the next week and apologize. And then by about a month, he was complete heel, and yep. it worked. I bought in because I loved it. I enjoyed his wrestling before then, mm-hmm. and and like people really hated him. Yes, and I'm like, okay, yeah, it's fake. You don't. <laughs> I'm like, he, he did it on purpose, but it worked. And, and, you know, then his career only went up, 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 up from there. Number three for you, or four for you. Number four for me. You guys almost hit it, hit it on it a little bit. You know that one where that heel in the middle of the match turned hero? Man, that was awesome. Hey, Austin versus Hart. You that put it on the board. Yeah, that was mine. That was awesome. <laughs> What's your number three, asshole? We know my number three, like in the middle of the match, where that Hero actually turned heel. Hey, Hart versus yeah. Austin WrestleMania 13. Oh, that was awesome. <laughs> so number three, Jeff. Uh, the number three for me was when uh, Chris Jericho made his WWE debut as Y2J interrupting The Rock speech. My number two. Oh, my number two moment. Put it on the board. <laughs> Because they had the countdown clock for months, for a couple months. And then came in, Y2J, and he came in, everyone's cheering, and The Rock was just like, what the hell? And and Jericho starts going off him, and he's like, you come in, you interrupt my segment, and you don't even have, you don't even bother to even tell me who you are. I told you my name is. It doesn't matter what your name name is. is. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> for you, for the last two years, you've been fighting guys by the name of Hooventude, and you think you can come over here and interrupt me? <laughs> oh, great. Uh, yeah, that was my number three. Uh, my number three was NWO, NWO Formation, because uh, Hulk Hogan actually, I don't know, had a character then. He actually looked cool well for the first couple months, and then they destroyed NWO. Yeah. It got bad. But it was a shocking moment. I really enjoyed it. And it's Tony Schiavone ending the broadcast with... Go to hell, Hulk Hogan. Straight to hell. Now, was that the formation? Like, yeah. Hogan was the formation of the NWO. Mm-hmm. The other two guys, it wasn't the NWO yet. It was not the NWO yet. They were the outsiders. They came okay. out. Yeah. Nash and Hall went against uh, Savage, Luger, and Sting. And then Hogan came out because somebody, one of them got hurt in the match fake. Hurt. He came out, and Bobby Heenan spoiled it a little bit because he's like, because it was supposed to be a three on three, but they Savage never, in the WCW then? Yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. Savage Luger and uh, Sting. Oh, wow. I, thought, I thought Savage came over during because the... here's the here's the ending. Well, first off, Bobby Heenan spoils it. Mm-hmm. If you're listening, he's like, "But whose side is Hogan on?" And Tony Schiavone's like, "What the hell do you mean? He's on our side, yay!" Uh-huh. And he comes in and leg drops Macho Man Randy Savage, uh... and then he covers Scott Hall counts the pin, and Tony Schiavone's like, "We're not counting that number that pin." Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, number three for you. My number three is uh, Henry Cejudo becomes the U.S. the youngest U.S. Olympic champ in 2008. I cried at that one. They that was su- a good surprised one. people because they, they thought he was too young and wasn't going to make a splash until four years later. Not as good as when Ken, Ken Patera won, but okay, go ahead. Ken Patera never won. I know gold. he didn't. It's a shame. Uh, number two yes. is when Rulon Gardner defeats uh, Alexander uh, Carolyn in 2000 Olympics. Yep. It was Carolyn's first loss in 13 years. And the first time he gave up points in six years. Dishonorable mention is when he uh, had his toes amputated because of frostbite. Uh, number two. Or when he was on The Biggest Loser and was an asshole. Raul? Yeah. Uh, number two for me. Rulon. Rulon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't talk about him. Uh, number two, Jericho on Raw. I hope he did. Oh. With Chris Jericho <laughs> when he was a villain. He was the cruiserweight champion in WCW. He has the title belt on, the cruiserweight belt on, and he wouldn't take it off for the matches. <laughs> and then he got kicked in the belt, and he's like, take it off, take it off, take it off. <laughs> and he would yell. Hooventude would kick him in the yeah. stomach. Kick him but, into the belt, which would... Yes, yeah. he would do that, like, for a couple weeks after he won the tour. He's like, I'm not taking it off his mind. And then he kicks him, ah, take it off, take it off. <laughs> One of my favorite moments. Uh, it was such a great heel. Yes. Uh, number two for you. Number two for me was when uh, Chris Jericho had his list of 1,004... Uh, moves or the man of a thousand and four holds. He to top D Malenko, thousand and one, one thousand, the man of a thousand holds. Yeah, number nine eighty four, arm bar. <laughs> he went to commercial, <laughs> came back. <laughs> number eight seventeen, arm bar. <laughs> Didn't he have like a reverse arm bar in there too? I think. Yeah. <laughs> and Mike today, those aren't even moves. <laughs> He's repeating himself. <laughs> Uh, go ahead. Number two for you, Blake. Oh, you know, number two? What's yeah, that? Yeah, it was number two. You know that one where the guy's like on the ground on the mat on his back and the other guy's on top of him and the referee counts to two, but he kicks out and the match isn't over? That <laughs> happens at the Wildwood Inn sometimes. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> In the safari room. <laughs> In the Wild West room. Aww. And then, it's actually just a dirt carpet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then they get it back on top of him again, and the ref counts one, two, and he kicks out again. <laughs> that's, Is that your number one? <laughs> that's so awesome. <laughs> What's your number one? Guess my number one? Yeah. 
What is it? All right, my number one. Oh. Every episode of Piper's Pit. Oh! oh. He hits Snooker with a coconut. Yes. <laughs> uh, number one for you, Jeff. Uh, number one for me um, is when uh, Scotty Too Hotty should have won the Royal Rumble because he was never thrown out of the ring. I think you had him in our Royal Rumble competition. I had him in the Royal Rumble competition. I should have won that. He never made it to the ring. He, he got beaten up. But he was never thrown out of the ring. It's true. Neither was Maven. Uh, let's see here. Number one for me is the holy shit moment for me. Watching this on pay-per-view, King of the Ring, Mankind getting tossed off the cage. That's 20 feet or 20 feet up in the air. And I swear to God, I, we thought he was dead. That was the one when he wasn't actually supposed to go through the cage? or uh, No, no, no. Oh, okay. He went off the, ta- off the top onto the announce I'd, table. Then oh, he came inside and he went through the cage, the ceiling, and his tooth went through his lip. And he was knocked out for a couple seconds. Continued fighting. Horrible match. The match was awful. But well, those two moments, I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no. Well, again, they, he had, like, Undertaker was actually carrying him around to try and yes. revive him. Yes. <laughs> Favorite moment because it was a, the first, like, holy shit. Like, mm-hmm. oh, my God. Uh, number one for you. My number one, I hobied this. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is when uh, Kale Sanderson, uh, complete in 2002, mm-hmm. completes his uh, undefeated college career. Oh. And I, ho- I hobied that with that one time I belly-to-back suplexed Jason onto a couch and <laughs> almost broke it while we were on vacation. <laughs> That was one of my least favorite wrestling moments. <laughs> to be cause, fair, because my was credit happy. card was on the uh, security deposit. <laughs> to be fair, we're going to have to rent a house with Jeff's credit card again to get our next match. <laughs> who ha- who cares about the Rock Austin trilogy? We have like a deca decathon. <laughs> Oh, we have about 20 years of Jason no-selling. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. And to be fair, in our fake league, I was a five-time world champion. I also only had six wins. Uh, so, <laughs> you know, it was, it was a rough one. Uh, I hope he... Oh, I had a couple of honorable mentions. Go ahead. Uh, the uh, ladders match with the Hardy Boys oh, and Dudley's. Edge and Christian. Oh, okay. Yep. The, not the three-way ladder no. match? Oh, okay. The Terry Invitational Championship, or Terry mm-hmm. Invitational Finals, yep. Mm-hmm. They're trying the Hardy get... Boys were detectives. <laughs> <laughs> they did, they just had those little soaps. It was Frank and Joe, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> they bring in Nancy Drew. Uh, <laughs> surprise entry was Encyclopedia Brown. He came in and... <laughs> <laughs> he won the match. It was weird. Uh, Nancy Drew had the women's belt. Yes, yes, she did. <laughs> Uh, uh, I, Jeff? I had honorable mentions of the uh, DDP Raven Benoit three way no. falls count anywhere match. Except if your leg is on except, the ropes. Yeah, <laughs> except for the time when the uh, uh, referee stopped counting because uh, somebody I'm trying to remember was it Raven? Raven put his foot on the didn't put it. He didn't even put his foot on the rope. He, he had slid to it say underneath it. He had to, <laughs> like he forgot to put the foot on the rope, so he just said, "Oh, your foot's under the rope. That doesn't count." I'm like this. Count anywhere. It's a part the one in the back of the <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> anywhere but in the ring. Top of a car <laughs> is fine, not under the rope. We gotta have some rules. And I also had the uh, WCW pay per view near the end of their run when uh, Billy Kidman <laughs> uh, was in three matches during that, including whatever their version of the Royal Rumble was called, <laughs> and pretty much. 
Bill, it was the Billy Kidman show for three hours. Uh, that was pretty much Billy Kidman show for the last three months of their existence. Yeah, but that pay per view really—I mean, Billy Kidman should have gotten a lot more credit hey, after Billy, that pay per view because because he was in and out of that ring in that uh, the Royal Rumble type match. He was yeah. being thrown out, but he skinned the cat. And yeah. <laughs> No, no, yeah, that was after wrestling two, two other, matches. other matches. One of them was a one hour long match. No, <laughs> oh, it was, one of them was like forty, 40 minutes. minutes. Yeah, he like Damn. started with a big, and then forty minutes. How many two counts did he get through? Eighteen. Thirty. <laughs> uh, we had a lot of good ones well, here. Have, well, you I should remember more... because that was your number two favorite moment. <laughs> yeah, it was. I, I have one more. Yes. Uh, it's when. Uh, Crash Holly would be the super heavyweight. <laughs> yes, come down to the ring with his scale, <laughs> and he was a two hundred pounds. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Uh, or, well, Crash Holly uh, was uh, the the hardcore champ. The yeah, well, they had the the when he would just show up into people's bedrooms and you know wrestle them. Because oh, well, I'm glad you went that way. <laughs> that was little, oh. Yeah, that was a hard. That was, uh, he was living the guy's yeah, walls. That was though. a hardcore. <laughs> Yes. But, but it, it was like he'd bring his own yes, referee, referee with him because, mm-hmm. yeah, because that's right, hardcore falls count anywhere. So he would just like 24-7. Go to the, yeah, 24-7. Thank you. That's what yes. it was called. He'd just go to the hotel and bust into the guy's room and start wrestling with him. It was at the Wildwood Inn, actually. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Pillman shot at. Uh... <laughs> well, we're getting there. Hold on. Brian, intern Brian, had Goldberg not being at WrestleMania 38. Uh, Austin versus Owens at WrestleMania 38. Austin stunning Austin Theory and Vince at WrestleMania 38. Cody Rhodes returning at WrestleMania 38. Wait a minute. And Becky versus Bianca Groove match at WrestleMania 38. Uh, oh, you know what? I forgot. Yes. I forgot one. Can I add it as yes. a uh, honorable mention? Yes. Andy Kaufman. Ah. Mm-hmm. Jerry Lawler and David Lehrman. And I'll hope it, any women that he challenged to wrestle yes. during his comedy shows. And that they hated him. Yes. Oh, I got another honorable mention. I forgot. Hold on. Let me get through these. No. Go. Hurry. My honorable mention was when uh, DX got their two new members. China's uh, implants. Yes. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Two new members. Uh, Steve had everything I learned from movies. When May May Young... No, 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 no. no, Don't say that yet. Don't say that yet. Triple H. Someone's list. (laughs) Triple H necrophilia. Yes. When he's (sighs) fucking Katie Vick in a coffin... Because uh, it was Kane's girlfriend, and it was she like, dead. It was a dumb. It was a mannequin. It was so bad. And they actually, Triple H made fun of it. Like he put a mask on of Kane and like was fucking this thing in a man. It was weird. Um, I thought this was supposed to be family entertainment. <laughs> not in the nineties. Kurt Angle winning the gold. Ah. Uh, Vince McMahon revealing he was the higher power. It was me, Austin. Undertaker locking Ultimate Warrior in a coffin. Uh, really, anything Paul Bearer said, too. That's right. He did have it on Jake Snake. And number one, uh, Steve Austin. Who's he kicking? Who's he doing the thing to? Uh, just in a stunner, it looks like. Oh, to Donald Trump. That's who it is. Oh. I, was like, I was like, who is that? Uh, let's see. Randy. Oh, RJ. Hold on. 666. King Kong, evil. King Kong Bundy almost kills Little Beaver at WrestleMania 3. The uh, little person wrestler. King Kong Bundy's 400 pounds and literally squashes him. <laughs> Uh, first appearance of Dude Love on Raw. Dude Love. China winning the corporate rumble on Raw. Eliminating Mr. McMahon. That was a shocker. Uh, Undertaker versus Mankind at Hell in the Cell. And Mankind wins the heavyweight title. That will put butts in the seats. 
That's a good one. Tony Schiavone's on WCW. Just to let you know, he wins the title. That'll put butts in the seat. Mankind wins the title. And everyone flipped over from WCW to WWE to watch it. <laughs> Literally, it just fell. Uh, Joey Bag of Donuts. Ooh. <laughs> Kofi winning WWE title. That's a good one. Britt Baker versus Thunder Rosa. Hardcore match from 2021. Nice. Hogan versus Rock at WrestleMania. Mick Foley versus Undertaker. Hell in a Cell. And the Hogan heel turn. 1996 with NWO. <coughs> Pardon me. Uh, Pittsburgh Nerd had Cody versus Dust at AEW Double or Nothing. The whole match was a good. Austin versus Hart. I quit match. Passing out from the sharpshooter, which I talked about. Shane. Oh, Shane Douglas versus Bam Bam Bigelow at November to remember. Great match. When and I was said, at the pay-per-view. When you said Shane, match. I thought you were going to say Shane McMahon. Shane O'Mac. No. Shane Douglas. And Austin giving McMahon a beer bath on Raw. Uh, let's see here. Oh. Uh, that was his number two. Number one, CM Punk returns on AEW Rampage. And honorable mention, Adam Hangman Page beats Kenny Omega for the AEW World title this year. It was a two-year storyline. It was awesome. Two years worth of storytelling. Uh, are they done? Aren't they still going to go? And... Well, he's got the title now. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Dev. <sighs> All of Kofi's Royal Rumble elimination saves. Hope that shit. <laughs> Kofi did a lot. Yeah. New Day in general. Kurt Angle's Milk Truck and Stone Cold's Beer Truck. Being at WrestleMania 23 with my good friends, the R.Y. Dog and Devel- uh, Devolved I think Bill. it's R.Y. Dog. Yeah, it might be. Uh, <laughs> watching the Monday Night Wars, Wars unfold with my grandfather. Uh, honorable mention, Edge spearing Hardy from a ladder. Shane jumping off the Jumbotron. Bad News Barrett. Halloween Havoc's 95 intro of the Yeti. Or as oh. Tony Schiavone would say, the Yeti. Kevin Nash. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Besada Geek said it's not real. Uh, <laughs> uh, that was my that, honorable mention. Yeah, I, I, that wasn't. Um, <laughs> you know that one that you thought was real? Yeah, um, all of mine were real. Uh, it's real to me, damn it. Yeah, uh, no, all of mine were real. I don't remember that. No, you, some of your honorable mentions weren't. Um, all my top five were. Doug has... Including ro- when I uh, bellied a back suplex Jason. <laughs> Rock jumping out of the dumpster to help Shamrock. That was awesome one Monday Night Raw. Hell in a Cell with Mankind. Eddie and Benoit winning and keeping the titles at WrestleMania. That was up there, but I couldn't because of Benoit. Jericho winning the unified title, and Hogan is the third man. Uh, any WCW... Honorable mentions. Any WCW pay-per-view cruiserweight match in 96 and 97. Uh, yeah, they, that was great. Jericho naming his 1,004 holds. ECW crowd fills the ring with chairs with Terry Funk. That was another good one. And uh, so there you go. I am shocked that uh, intern Hackney did not have Pete Rose getting pile-driven, tombstone pile-driven, not once, but twice. We have a once as a San Diego chi- was no it was the San Diego the chicken. chicken yeah they uh, dropped San Diego yeah. from the did I send you that thing chicken. I think he got paid fifty thousand dollars for each one of those appearances yeah fifty thousand uh, still a lot of autographs this is from Brent at the Home Video Hustle podcast uh, Stone Cold and Booker T fighting in the grocery store the rocks oh that was funny that was <laughs> uh, the the grocery store was not happy they didn't realize they were going to do that much like oh, damage damn to it. the produce. <laughs> Uh, in the areas. The Rock's Strudel interview with Lillian Garcia. That was good. The audience filling the ring with chairs at ECW. The Dudley Boys promo at Heatwave 99. I can't even put that on the podcast. Just go watch it. It's... Whew. And all of the New Jack promos at Smoky Mountain Wrestling. Oh, God. I was going to say, is anyone going to have New Jack on there when he had that kid in the ring and almost <laughs> killed him? <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, Jared Mills, Stone Cold and Beer Truck. Good one. Hardy's versus Edge and Christian and Dud- oh, Edge and Christian versus Dudley's. Stone Cold turning heel and all the shit he did with Kurt Angle when he had the little cowboy hat. Hardy's showing up at WrestleMania 33. And Hardy's versus Edge and Christian in the first team uh, tag team ladder match, you said. And finally, Chris Richardson of the 365 Flicks podcast when it was on. Uh, Stone Cold passes out in Bret Hart's sharpshooter. Undertaker throws Mankind off the Hell in a Cell. Edge spears Jeff Hardy off the ladder. HBK is told that uh, DX isn't controversial anymore, so he goes down the corridor and just super kicks everybody. Uh, <laughs> and Mike Tyson double crosses DX and sides with Stone Cold. Stone Cold! Stone Cold! Uh, no one had uh, Ric Flair when he got when he gets tossed into the turnbuckle. I think, <laughs> I think there was one. I, <laughs> and does a little flip. Does a little flip, <laughs> and then, then he oversells. He hits it, and he, and he stumbles back, and then stands up straight, and then falls over. I think there is somebody uh, they did put in here when Ric Flair faked his heart attack on WCW, and they thought it was real. Yeah, that was somebody put that in there on one of. You know. Oh, Stork! Actually, Stork did have some. May Young birthing a hand. Oh. <laughs> Val Venus threatened with castration with the sword and his dick was out. Big Boss Man's towing a Big Show's dad's casket at the funeral. (laughs) Anything and everything gold dust. My name is gold. Thanks, Stork. The gobbledygooker. He really hates us. Honorable mention, Hobie that shit. The Dudley Boys farewell from ECW and Mick Foley Undertaker in Hell in a Cell. There we go. So... That's a lot. No, no tag team match from the charcuterie board. Tag team back again. Sorry. Nothing from like uh, the Iron Me- Sheik versus Bob Backlund from 1977. <laughs> 88 minutes. Any oh, pins? One. <laughs> I liked all those matches in WCW at the end of the show where we're out of time. <laughs> 87 guys just ran to the ring, got interesting. Sorry, we got a cut. What? We're out of time. Oh, sh- I should have mentioned. All the times that uh, uh, Cindy Lauper was was on wrestling oh. with, with Wendy Wrestler, with, with <laughs> Captain Lou Albano could put in there. Uh, bad idea of the week: uh, giving Blake a top five about wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> That's a uh, bad idea number five hundred and nine. <laughs> and doing the, I'm pretty sure we already did this one too. <laughs> uh, I think we did wrestler. Well, I probably did too, but you know, I'm sure. Yeah, we probably did something about. Probably two years ago after WrestleMania. So if you're new to our show, there's a lot of new listeners. Go back on episode 100 and go forward and tell us which one this is on. Um, Titles for the show real quick. What do we got? I have the ACU. (laughs) I have What's Up with Winkle. (laughs) What's Uh, Up with Winkle? Mine looked like an egg. (laughs) And squeeze it. And the whole will show. Nope, nope. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's about a gummy saver. <laughs> I had, well, according to Blake, maybe not. I got that's my secret. I'm always hungry, which was off air. <laughs> that's before we started. Alternate generation. I have alternate generations. It's in building mode. <laughs> Blake got his D and and the other one I had. That's all I had. I had my award-winning personality. You do have one. Uh, the R-O-T-N universe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, got beaten and gave up. And a snuff film. No. I like the R-O-T-N universe, actually. <laughs> I do like the R-O-T-N I like I like squeeze, squeeze it, it in, in the, the whole, whole show. show. Come on. We've all voted for squeeze <laughs> it in the whole, the whole show. show. 
Roger says goodbye. Goodbye. Walking dead to talking heads from comic books to TV sets. There's a history. Not so bad. There's the history. It's the history of bad. So bad. The history of bad. It's bad. The history of bad ideas. Oh, yes. You've been listening to Hobie.